Ladies and gentlemen, boys and ghouls, it's time for below grade level. Watch out, we're right behind you. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Below Grade Level, the show where we take the books that we read as children and read them as adults and ruin them. I'm one of your hosts, Jonathan Eaton, and with me, as always, is Becca Eaton. Hello. And Chris Oleski. Hello. How are the two of you doing tonight? Uh -huh. Fine. Good. <laughs> Becca's got her knitting. Yes. Making a hat? Yes. Cool. I have my beer. Chris has got his beer. Good. Everything is in his place. <laughs> Our guest tonight, our special guest uh, on this episode, is our friend Jordan Clark. Welcome, Jordan. Hey, thanks for having me. I have I have Thin Mints. That's my... Uh, You've got Thin Mints. <laughs> I guess vice for the evening. I, I am uh, I'm actually jealous of that. Yeah, my... We had three boxes of Thin Mints recently and, and tore through oh them. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, have a, I have a cousin. Did I miss Girl Scout, Scout cookies. cookies season? It's still happening. And they sell them. It's it's a weird thing because they sell them online. So I guess you could buy it from just okay. an anonymous Girl Scout somewhere. Um, I don't <laughs> trust that. Well, I was just gonna say I don't know how you buy Girl Scout cookies, cookies in a pandemic. Be waste. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean they they'll ship them to you. Like my little cousin is selling cookies, so that's where my family got right. these from. But um, you know, if you you don't you don't have to know a Girl Scout. I guess uh, in these <laughs> in these days and times to purchase cookies. <laughs> in these or, trying times. Yeah, stumble upon one, you know, at a, I mean, usually you see them at like a grocery store parking yeah. lot or like. Um, uh, yeah, I was going to say, I got them the, like, I, I guess like one of the regular old fashioned ways to get them, which is a coworker mm -hmm. says who wants to buy Girl Scout cookies and takes an order and then like makes a million dollars because yeah. everyone at work wants Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that happened. It was just, it was over Slack and then I PayPal'd and then I just went to the office to get them. So there was like. <laughs> There was no handoff. It was just like a weird like drop point yeah. of Girl Scout cookies. I got a hot take. Fuck Thin Mints. It's Tagalongs oh, no. and Samoans. That is too hot. Tagalongs are good. <laughs> that is way too hot of Those a take for me. Those are the peanut me. butter ones, right? Yeah. And the Samoans. Those are great. I don't like those because I don't like coconut, but I'm with you on the Tagalongs. Funnily enough, for... I don't like coconut, but I fucking love me a Samoan. <laughs> I got time for nothing but Thin Mints. All the other Girl Scout cookies can just go fuck That's, that's so little time of the day because they're so is, thin. I think there's a shortbread, which, like, there's who a the short fuck bread buys one. the shortbread? Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> the one with have... the weird logo. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes Welcome they have, you. like, they have new ones every once in a while that are, like, I don't know yeah. if they're, like, experimental Girl Scout cookies or if they're, like, <laughs> um, just kind of, like, a short run on Girl Scout cookies because I remember there was a, like, a Provisional. Dulce. Yeah, there was, like, a Dulce de Leche one one year. Ooh. That I was like, this is great, and the next year they didn't have it, and I was like, well, okay, why did you do that to me? <laughs> this is not great. <laughs> Welcome to our Girl Scout Cookie Podcast. Yeah, hot takes on Thin Mints. <laughs> but, um, but also, like about the shortbread ones, it's like those Danish butter cookies. Yeah. Like someone will bring in at work, and it's like no one ever actually likes these or okay, seeks these out. Hot take: I do. John it's does. Just, I John will get cookies. like a ten of those cookies and eat them. And I didn't this past Christmas. Like willingly, bummed me well, out. Well, he's also a weirdo that doesn't like mac and cheese. My point is, people, <laughs> normal people, only ever eat them because they're there. I am taking it, not because they sought them out. <laughs> Agreed. I also like those weird UFO candies that you hate 
that I've everyone... never even heard of them before I met you, and I uh, am convinced they're not actually candy. Church wafers with edible beads inside. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, church wafers full of candy ball bearings, and I'm like, mm, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> this isn't normal. You guys don't like this. Anyway, uh, so... yeah, but there might be some listeners that are like, I do like those. If you like those weird <laughs> UFO candies, email us at podcast at cactusradio.com. Let us know what you Is think. Is that a real email address? I think so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost said the old one, and I was like, that's defunct. So, Jordan, we are reading. We are smack dab in the middle, not even the middle, maybe a quarter of the way through <laughs> reading hmm. this book called Remember Me, written by Christopher Pike. Nice. Um, uh, my first question for you is, did you ever read any Christopher Pike growing up? I don't think, like, I could I could have, but I, okay. I don't recall explicitly any Christopher Pike. Like, I was I was big on Goosebumps. Um, I was I was big on Wayside High. Ooh, what's oh, Wayside yes. High? Yeah. Sorry, I yelled. Sideways Stories from oh, Wayside High is great. I have my book in the other room from my childhood. It's um, it's short stories, but they're, like, really silly and weird. Yeah. Would it be they're good great. for the show or... Probably they're they're short stories. They're uh, really short. Yeah, I want to say there was a show fun. too because they were just like yeah, they're just weird stories about these kids at this weird school um, that was built sideways. Yes. What? But but we don't read good books on this show. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, that's what, yeah. That's what I'm trying oh, to yeah, think because yeah. I read be a good palate cleanser. <laughs> also, palate. because I can't believe Jonathan, you nev- never read them. I've literally they're never very heard of that. Strange and fun. Oh, you'd love it. Well, that sounds yeah. great. There were, no, I want to do it. it was there a, was a kid. He wore too many coats, so they took what? off all the coats. What? And he was just a broom with a rat inside yeah. of it. Wait, what? Yes. That... Wait, don't spoil everything for Okay. That's just am... one sideways story from shit. Wayside. I'm going to read that in my own time. I still have my childhood copy. Oh, my God. All right. We'll put a pin on Wayside High. That sounds yeah. awesome. So I'm... Sideways stories from Wayside School. But you are... You're familiar with Christopher, or not? Familiar, I am but familiar. You know of, yeah, because okay. I think you know my sister had. I think some of the Christopher Pike and some of the okay. Fear Street and some of the other. Yeah, like I, I was into Goosebumps, and then I was into um, Animorphs, nice. um, Wayside, and then uh, once Harry Potter started coming out, I was I was into that, but. Oh, um, why didn't we have you on our Animorphs episodes? Oh, oh man, God. yeah, I, we'll have to do another one at some point. We're definitely going to do another one. It's yeah. been enough time that I. Why did the screen just get oh, darker? Gotta borrow again. Shit. <laughs> Our load has expired load before expired. we even started reading. Dun, dun. Um so okay. To catch you up on what has happened and the uh listener, uh if they are just joining us, but if they're just if you're just joining us, b- boy, go back and listen to the first two episodes of this book <laughs> because it has been a roller coaster every single page. If you're just joining us, what is wrong with you? <laughs> so our main character um, uh, before I start rehapping, Becca or Chris, would either of you prefer to recap? Um, I can try. I, I think you did it last time. Did I? Yeah, I think you recapped it last time to Christina. Chris, how about you take it? All right, I'll do my best. <laughs> do your best, and I'll just. I'll... I know it's hard because I feel like there's always so many details I don't remember. I'm cheating because I have my notes in front of me. So if, if you forget something or or whatever, I'll just. Check okay. It. All right. So there's this girl. Shari, she's rich. Her brother sleepwalks. They may or may not have sex. Uh, the, it, they really leave that up to the reader's interpretation. And but, boy, have um, we interpreted. 
and uh, her brother's dating Amanda, I want to mm-hmm. say. Yes, and Amanda's mom is their housekeeper, who uh, I'm pretty sure Shari calls Mama Mary. Oh, Mama Parrish. Something Mama like Parrish. that. It's some... Which, uh, and, and sometimes the housekeeper gives her the privilege of doing some of the chores. I forgot about it's that. It's very messed home. up. I forgot about that, yeah. It's very messed up. And, uh, and Shari's dating a guy named Dan, who's more obsessed with cars than her and is most likely violent because he gets real angry real mm-hmm. quick. And he also prematurely ejaculates. Oh, oh. yeah. That also, was a plot point. On the first page of the book, Shari opens with, like, I'm dead now. This is my story about yeah. how I died. And uh, so she's a ghost, and she talks a lot about how great it is to be dead because you don't have all the worries of being alive and having green eyes. Oh, and uh, Wait, was it one of those, like, are you wondering how I got here? And then, like, like smash cut yeah. into... Oh, yeah. Okay. It, it, it was. Yeah. So it, yeah, it starts out with her dead, and then she's going through the last day of her life. Yeah. Which just ended um, on the last page that we read, where she finally died. She finally died. Mm. Which I say finally, but we're not that far <laughs> into the book, and it felt like it was going to take the whole book for her to die. That was our guess, but oh, yeah. she went to a friend's birthday party. They did a couple different types of seances for some reason. Yeah, multiple. Um, I got a little fuzzy on the details toward the end. So, but then she fell off a balcony <laughs> and died. Yeah, wow. basically. The only other plot point that seems like it might be important is the character of Peter, who is also dead, who who is just dead. Like it's a friend of all of theirs who died, and his brother Jeff is at the party, and Jeff and Shari had a very intense conversation while both of their significant others were in the jacuzzi together, naked oh, and yeah. oh. fondling. Wow. Uh, yeah, and Jeff is uh, Keanu Reeves from Cyberpunk. And, well, he's, yeah. <laughs> Jeff is, yeah, we're, we're reading him as Keanu Reeves. But he, uh, so he's Peter, his, his brother Peter is dead. And while they were doing one of their weird multiple seances that involved magnets and variations on the games that we've all heard growing up that How are they work? vaguely occult. We made that joke so many times last episode. <laughs> um, uh, they seem to have um, uh, um, seanced Peter through Shari. Okay. <coughs> but Peter's, Peter's been dead. Like, he's been dead for a while, or is he He's recently? been dead, yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Recently, I guess, maybe in the last couple of months, I kind of... Did they explain how he died? No, they barely talked about him. Which is why it seems like it, he seems very important, which is weird that they haven't. She has spent so much more time describing her brother and her brother's body than she has than, like than any other important plot point, <laughs> including how she died. So yeah, All right. the last but, thing but happens, I feel like Peter's gonna take Shari to ghost school. That's what I'm kind of thinking too. Like once she's dead, Peter's gonna show up and be like her spirit guide, and show mm-hmm. her how like how being a ghost works. Um, All right. So with that being said. Uh, Sherry just died, and we are starting I, with chapter five. I, I feel like uh, we should you should read uh, the last two sentences of last the last two page. Last two sentences were, uh, I'll just say, what? Well, out of context, it's getting confusing. Or, well, I guess you could just say those two. Uh, uh, yeah. What is she talking about? Stars? I don't know. Something. <laughs> no, the last two sentences. Just say those, and then go to the next chapter. 
Um, the last few sentences, the first one starting with big fat one, big fat red ones. This sentence. No. Oh, those are two sentences. <laughs> yes, guys, they are. Guys, you know I have a learning disability. <laughs> the last two sentences are, I blacked out, I died. Bum, bum, ba. <laughs> Chapter five. When I came to, I was home in bed, lying on top of the sheets in the dark. At first, I didn't question what I was doing there. Many times throughout my life, I would wake up in bed. You might say every fucking day of my life. I would wake up in bed and not know what the hell was going on. I was a deep sleeper. In fact, it was normal for me to take several minutes after sleeping to figure out what planet I was on. On the other hand, I did feel strange. I was mildly surprised when I sat up that I wasn't dizzy. For some reason, I expected to be dizzy. Oh, because she had just been falling. Yet when I paused to ask myself why, I had no answer. I remembered being at the party, but I didn't remember the end of the party. Certainly, I had no recollection of falling to my death. <laughs> I climbed to my feet and walked to the open door and peeked out. As I have already mentioned, my bedroom was off a hall that overlooked a large portion of the downstairs. Because most of the downstairs lights were off, it was natural that I wasn't able to see well. Except I couldn't see for except I couldn't see for what appeared to be the wrong reasons. <sighs> it was less dark than it should have been. The walls and furniture were not glowing or anything, but they weren't exact they weren't exactly not glowing either. What the fuck? Oh my god. <laughs> Sherry, get your shit together. They were brighter than they should have been with nothing shining on them. Then there was the... Ghost furniture? Oh, my God. <laughs> then there was the stuff in the air. It was the stuff, I decided, that was blurring my vision. I'm calling it right now. Orbs. <laughs> <laughs> it was everywhere, translucent, vaguely gaseous, and flowing ugh, very slightly around the entire room, up the curtains, and over the bookcase. That sounds weird and gross. I don't know. If that bookcase isn't a secret door, I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> You're going to be disappointed. In fact, the vapors actually seemed to be flowing through the walls. I blinked my eyes, but it did not go away. And yet I had to wonder if I was really seeing it all. It was very fine, almost invisible. I walked down the hall to Jimmy's room and stuck my head through his partially open door. He was asleep, lying on his back, his sheets thrown off, his right arm resting behind his head. If I hadn't known that he had to get up early, I would have tried to wake him up. The feeling of dislocation refused to leave me, and I wanted to talk to him about it. But I left him alone. His computer was still on, of course. Bad for it. I went downstairs. My parents were in the kitchen. I heard them talking before I actually saw them, and even before I went inside and joined them at the table... I thought they sounded different. My mother had one of those high society voices that could be the embodiment of charm when she was in a good mood and nothing short of bitchy when she wasn't. Oh, my God. My dad had a deep authoritative voice that never changed no matter what his state of mind. I can't wait to hear you guys do. I was literally just thinking that. It certainly never sounded muffled as it did now. The words seemed to be coming to me through a layer of invisible insulation. Yet I mustn't overemphasize the effect. I could understand what they were saying. They were talking about money. What? 
No, I said too late. Oh. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. I said as I stepped into the kitchen and grabbed a hold of one of the chairs to pull out so I could sit down. But it was weird. It felt stuck to the floor. I couldn't get it to budge. I couldn't be bothered hassling with it, so I slumped down in a chair near the stove instead. It's like she didn't question that the chair was like, <laughs> like stuck nailed to the, to the floor. <laughs> like, huh, like, whatever. It's too difficult. Sunday. Uh, slumped down in a chair next to the stove instead, a few feet away from the table, off to my parents' right. They didn't even look over at me, which I thought was rude of them. <laughs> Did you hear what Mrs. Meyer had to say about that loan you and Bill got for Mr. Hoyamoto's firm? My mother asked my father, taking a bit of chocolate cake Amanda and Mrs. Parrish and I had talked about at length. They did talk about that cake for way too long. There was half a chapter about a cake. She's like, throw the cake in the trash. It doesn't matter. And then ate like half the cake. (laughs) On second thought, give the cake to me. (laughs) No, my father replied, lighting up a cigar and leaning back in his chair. Lighting up a cigar? Isn't it like eight in the morning? Yeah, chocolate cake and cigars. That sounds so decadent. Well, they are California rich. (laughs) But I imagine she said something about us helping the Japanese buy the world out from under us. He looked tired, as did my mother. But they both looked good. They were dressed to the hilt. She and loves they describing were a handsome how people couple. look. Yeah. <laughs> my father was of medium height, solid, with shoulders that could ram down a door. <laughs> All right, now she likes her dad. I know. <laughs> he radiated strength and masculinity. Ugh. He didn't smile often, but he wasn't a cold man. He was just too busy to smile. There was too much building to be done. He had closely clipped rust-colored hair, a tan, and small, sharp blue eyes. What? I would like to cut out of his eyes. I can't even picture that person. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) A blue-eyed, red-haired, tan man. He radiates strength and masculinity. That's all all you need to know. (laughs) Just picture the most masculine man you can, and it's Sherry's dad. Like, short and... Has giant shoulders. And he's smoking a cigar at 8 in the morning. He's like, business, business, business. The Japanese. (laughs) Get me pictures of (laughs) Spider-Man. My mother bore him scant resemblance. Except she was also attractive. She was tall and sleek, quick and loose. Her wide, thick-lipped mouth and her immaculately conceived black hair were her prizes. What? At present, she had on a long black dress slid up the side to reveal one of her smooth white legs. Okay, she wants to fuck her mom, too. Oh, wait. So did she wake back up at her house at night? I guess it must still be night. Yeah. It's not like I'm she woke up in night. the morning. I think she woke up after, okay. immediately after she died. That makes way more the sense of the night. than it being well, the morning. And this is. I, I think it's <laughs> yeah. Minecraft rules. Like when you die, you wake up in your bed. Sure. Okay. <laughs> the, I believe you. The, the one <laughs> Minecraft fan that listens to this will get it. Thank God. It, it was odd she was eating cake that late. She usually took such good care of herself. Oh, my God. In fact, taking care of herself took up so much of her time that she couldn't take quite as good care of us. Oh, you, she Isn't Sherry, like, 19 and her brother's even older? Yeah, her brother you is, like... You shouldn't still be living at home. 21, Much less judging your mom for eating cake. <laughs> But she loved my father, and she also loved her children. Well, all evidence points otherwise. <laughs> it was just a shame that she loved us all in a way she had learned from her therapist. Oh, Damn. boy. <laughs> I'm telling you, Sherry's a cold bitch. <laughs> 
She didn't say it in those words, my mother replied, her <laughs> voice cracking slightly as if it were being elect- electrically interfered with. But you'd think you were selling secrets to the Russians from the tone she took. Really, she's nothing but a pain in the ass. Her husband's not a bad fellow, though, my father said, blowing a cloud of smoke toward the ceiling. It was a strange cloud. It had that stuff in it. That mysterious haze that could have been a super-refined blend of smoke and gas and water all rolled into one. I have the intelligence to make that comparison, but not enough to recognize it as ectoplasm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Ted, my mother said, putting down her cake fork and waving her hand. (laughs) He's adorable. Absolutely wonderful. I can't imagine how he stayed with that shrew so long. Okay, I know where Sherry gets it from. (laughs) I almost threw out that cake, I said. He's a good man, my father said. Nice contribution, Sherry. (laughs) He's too good for her, my mother said. But you know, I heard from Wendy that Colleen Myers got six wells down in Texas. Ted told me my only, only three of them are pumping, my father said. Three pumping wells can make up for a lot of character flaws, my mother said. Hello, I said. It's me. I'm here, waiting patiently to have my presence acknowledged. They continued to ignore me, and I couldn't understand it. Then the phone rang. My mother stood up and walked over and picked it up, carrying her cake with her. But just before she answered it, she said something really weird. That's probably Sherry, she said. Huh? I said. Oh, no. My mother lifted the headset, the handset to her ear. She was smiling. She was tired, but her life was in order. She had a big house, a rich, hardworking husband, great clothes for our jewelry, one wonderful son, and one okay daughter. Ooh, that's so... the most humble thing she said <laughs> this entire book. That's that, yeah. That's like, yeah. Take that, <laughs> Sherry. Honest thing. Hello, she said. Yes, this is she. Who is this? My mother listened for several seconds, and as she did so, her hand holding the cake plate began to shake. But her smile didn't vanish immediately, and underwent a metamorphosis instead, slowly tightening at the edges bit by bit until soon it could not be confused for a smile at all. She dropped the plate holding the cake. It shattered on the tiles. Her mouth twisted into a horrible grimace. My father and I both jumped up. What is it? my father asked. It's Sherry, she whispered slowly, putting down the phone and sagging back against the counter. My father grabbed her at the waist, steadying her. What's happened, he demanded, anxious now. Yeah, what's going on, I asked, coming over to them. Sherry, my mother whispered, (laughs) closing her eyes and shaking her head. What, I asked. (laughs) What's wrong? Still holding on to my mother, my father snapped up the phone. This is Mr. Cooper. He asked, he said, who is this? His face paled as he listened. Will she be all right? He asked after a minute. What do you mean? He paused, listened some more, biting his lower lip all the while, something I had never seen him do before in my life. You don't know? Remember, no emotion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You don't know? He asked, finally. Why don't you know? I see. I see. 
Yes, I know that where that is. Yes, we'll be there shortly. My father didn't thank whoever had called. Rude. He just hung up the phone and hugged my mother, who was close to collapsing in his arms. Hey, I said, beginning to get emotional. <laughs> Would someone please tell me what the hell is going on? They ignored me. Yet that was not it. They didn't hear me. Something terrible must have happened. I thought that they could get into such a state that they blocked me out altogether. I reached out for my father's arm. Dad, please, I said. I need to know too. Include me. <laughs> I might as well have not been in the room. Oh my God. We get it. My father helped my mother over to the table, sat her into the chair and took her hands in his. We don't know yet, Christine, he said. My mother kept shaking her head, her eyes closed. It's no good, she whispered. It was too far. Oh, God, Sherry. I have to go get Jim, he said, letting go of her. Yeah, go get Jimmy. Oh, wait. Yeah, go get Jimmy, I said, <laughs> nodding vigorously. But my mother suddenly opened her eyes and grabbed my father's arm. No, we can't tell him, she said. Leave him alone. My father shook his head. I have to get him. He leaned over and kissed her on the top of the head as she squeezed her eyes shut again. The three of us should be together. Aren't there four of us? I asked. Obviously, ah. something dreadful had happened, but there was a note of bitterness in my question. Jimmy had always been their favorite, even in my death. I had never been jealous of him. But I had Why? never, but I had never, <laughs> but I had never felt that parents should have favorites, especially my own. <laughs> my father left. My mother cradled her head in her arms on the table. She wasn't crying, but she was having a hard time breathing. I sat beside her and put my hand on top of her head, my resentment of a moment ago disappearing. It'll be all right, Mom, I said. She sat up suddenly and stared right at me, her mouth hanging open slightly, and I was mildly relieved that I had at last made some impression on her. But when she kept staring at me and didn't speak, my relief quickly changed to something quite different. A splinter of fear began to form deep inside me. A faint fear, true but a cold one. Something was not right, I told myself. Not right by a million miles. I prayed Jimmy would come quick and make it all right. My brother appeared a minute later. He was suffering, however, from the same problem as my parents. He was so shook up that he had totally blotted me out of his awareness. Oh, my God. He was not as pale as my father, nor was he trembling as my mother was. His symptoms were more subtle, worse in a way. His eyes, those warm, friendly blue eyes, were vacant. Even as he crossed the kitchen and hugged my mother, they remained blank. Jimmy, I cried, but he didn't hear me. I thought he couldn't even see me. How long do you think it's gonna fucking take? Oh my take? god, I don't, I don't know. I'm like, I'm, I am. I, I, I bet he can see her when he sleepwalks. I am. Ooh, ooh twist. I am remarkably over this conceit. <laughs> yeah. well, like, I'm so tired of this happening already. I feel like we have. I wonder if she'll be able to go to the hospital. I feel like this is gonna last to the end of the chapter. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I fear that. They were all going to a hospital of some kind. I had gotten that much from my father's remarks. Of some kind. Of some kind. <laughs> some There's kind of hospital or... So many kinds. Maybe they're going to the hospital. building. <laughs> it has nothing to do with me. They were hardly dressed for it. 
My father, <laughs> my father had on a wrinkled black tux. My mother, a tired evening gown. Oof. Jimmy had pulled on a pair of blue jeans and a white sweatshirt, but he had forgotten his shoes and socks. Okay. He's qu- not putting shoes and fucking socks on? Question. How do you dress for the hospital? I, I feel like Jimmy was doing okay until he had bare feet. Yeah. I feel like they're Trick not going to let them in. You don't. Yeah. Yeah, I think if your daughter is dying, (laughs) then a wrinkled tux is probably fine. Also, if you want to get seen sooner in the ER, show up naked. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I mean, I guess they have to put you somewhere. You'll have their attention. They they won't let you sit there naked, right? (laughs) That makes sense. Good to know. I can tell you from experience that if you show up with blood pouring out of your Crocs, it will not get you seen faster. Hmm. Is it the Crocs or? You know, it might have just been Bayview. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most of them wear Crocs, so they don't think they're anything special. That's true. They're comfortable. In their Crocs. So, yeah. Hospital shoe. Uh, as I followed. <coughs> Sorry, I have a tickle. As I followed him out to the car, I said something about it being chilly. I could have been talking to myself. So far, the night had abounded with extraordinary events. Like, she can be so stupid and then say sentences Uh, like that. It's just (laughs) baffling. Yet nothing had prepared me for what happened when I reached the front door. In keeping with recent developments, Jimmy ignored the fact that I was behind him and opened and closed the door without giving me a chance to get outside. Naturally. I, I was tried wondering to op- how they would do that, if <laughs> yeah. it would be like Coraline rules, where she could only go so far. Yeah. Or it sounds like it's like Beetlejuice rules. Mm. Ooh, oh. I love Beetlejuice rules. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. Yes. Beetlejuice rules. <laughs> Naturally, I couldn't open the door myself. I Oh, I tried to open the door myself, but I couldn't. The doorknob wouldn't turn. I twisted it as hard as I could, clockwise and counterclockwise, thinking All of Jimmy, wises. but still it wouldn't budge. It seemed to be not only stuck, but somehow different. As I shifted my hold to try again, the difference hit me like a bucket of ice water. The doorknob and my hand were not connecting. I was touching it, I knew, but it was as if an extremely fine barrier was preventing me from having any effect on it. Oh, I was confused. (laughs) We are. (laughs) (laughs) To touch something and not to have it respond... To your touch, I stepped back and waited for my father to open the door for me. There seemed nothing else to do. He came by a few seconds later, leading my mother by the shoulder, and I managed to slip outside in front of them. He seemed really inconvenienced with the entire situation. (laughs) Jimmy was already in his car. He sat hunched over the steering wheel with the engine running, staring straight ahead. He didn't have a red Ferrari like me, because that's important to bring up at this time. (laughs) He had a white Ford station wagon, and he was paying for it with the money he earned working for the telephone company. Like a poor person. I just remember, doesn't he, like, pull telephone poles out of the ground? Yes. That's his job, is removing telephone poles? Yes. Okay. Just... Which clarify. I keep like the only way I can think of it is by hand. Yeah. Just like, yeah. like wrapping his arms yeah. a little bit. Because he's that much of a strapping young lad. He looks yeah. like the guy on the brawny packaging. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my father helped my mother into the front seat of the Ford, fastening her seatbelt for her. She was holding a handkerchief to her face now, and I believe she was weeping quietly. 
I hopped in the back seat when my father opened the rear door on the passenger side. I wasn't about to wrestle with another door. It was amazing. I thought as I settled in the seat behind Jimmy that I had not bumped my father as I squeezed past him. But I wasn't in the mood to be amazed. I was suffering from the worst kind of fear. Fear of unknown origin. No one in the car was speaking. And I chose to remain silent. I sat by the window and stared up at the sky, at the stars. Never before had I found them so numerous, so bright and varied in color. But it was the red ones that drew my attention. There was something about them that filled me with dread. I kept expecting them to suddenly swell and drown out the others. So I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around the rules at, at this moment. Yeah. So she she physically can't interact with things, but can also like sit in chairs and cars. Yeah. Well, I, but seemingly I, I think when make... like you get right down to it, there's only one rule, and that is there are no rules. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right. I was trying to think of it too, because like t- here's like typically. Uh, ghost rules are you anything like, established at this point in the book will be contradicted I can firmly predict, predict that's probably that. true but like typical ghost rules are if I if I reach out and like try to touch this laptop my hand would go through it and yes. I'd be like what and then I'd be like huh and then I'd like you and know the, and the laptop Becca would, would be, be here crying and I'd be like why aren't you talking to me and then I'd like touch you and my hand would go through you and I'd be like what and the, you know I'd probably get it right away because I'm not an idiot like Shari but, <laughs> well we all know what nightmares we're going to have tonight <laughs> <laughs> but it's very weird for the rules to be you can touch everything but you can't manipulate them so like yeah. in theory I guess you could touch like a feather but it would be like rock hard and it wouldn't move. And you'd be like, why can't I move this feather in the air, in the space? Yeah, I guess that's what it seems like, is like she feels resistance from objects, but the objects don't react to her. Yeah. But it seems are... like she like kind of passed through her dad or something. Is that what she was implying? Where she was like, I'm surprised I didn't I haven't bumped into him. But yeah. Like... Well, she's, she's in the denial stage of grief right now. Okay. So. Well, it'll be like... It... <laughs> The one thing I remember from the movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze, which, you know, mm. someone will, like, teach him how to be a ghost. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm truly yeah. waiting for Peter to show up and be like, this is how you touch things. And, and he'll be a magic hobo. <laughs> and... <laughs> um, I bet they're going to seance her later. Oh, I bet they are. All right. And she'll see. come back and she'll just critique what they're all wearing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were dark red, like dripping candles seen through blood-smeared glass. I recognized the hospital, Newport Memorial. It was located on a hill only a couple of blocks from the beach, a 15-story cube. I had taken Joe to the emergency ward there the summer before when she had slipped on the rocks on the Newport jetty and cut her knee open. The nurses and doctors had been nice. As Jimmy parked near the emergency entrance, I wondered who we would possibly be going to see. My grandfather? My mother's father? He had a bad heart. My father's brother had also been having serious stomach ulcers. <laughs> Climbing out of the car with the others, I prayed it wasn't family. It's the first time she didn't think something was about her. <laughs> also, like she should be freaking out so much that no one is talking to her and acknowledging her. Yeah. Um, we went inside, and I was surprised when my nose didn't react to the hospital's medicinal smell. Ordinarily, the odor of alcohol and drugs made me cringe. But I smelled nothing. Although I continued to see things I knew I shouldn't be seeing, the stuff in the air had not gone away, and now, 
Walking with my family toward the front desk, I noticed threads of shadow weaving through the film, growing and fading in front of me, almost as though the shadows were alive and seeking me. I didn't want them to touch me. I was afraid they'd hurt me. My mother... Like ghosts! (laughs) Oh, yeah, also like ghosts. I didn't see ghosts. Which came out first? (laughs) Actually, that's a good question. I think this. Uh I feel like ghosts was like very early 90s. Uh Uh-oh. Christopher well, Patrick Pike Swayze wanna... owes Christopher Spot Pike some money. <laughs> Patrick Swayze is a ghost now. <laughs> yes. My mother and but father. Just ghost currency. <laughs> well, I didn't say it happily. <laughs> My mother and father went to talk to the nurse on duty while Jimmy stopped at the drinking fountain in the hallway leading to the examination rooms. I went with him. He didn't appear to be thirsty like me. With every man and other person I see, (laughs) including my father. Yeah. He just ran the water up high for a few seconds without leaning over for a sip and then thrust his hands in his pockets and stared at the floor. Jimmy, I said, why won't you talk to me? Why won't you even look at me? What are you doing with that water fountain? (laughs) He ignored me. And in desperation, I reached out to grab his arm to scream his name so loudly they would hear it on the top floors of the building but I choked on the word. For an instant, my fingers appeared to go through. Oh. The material of his sweatshirt. What? Okay. That's what should have been happening. So we've already contradicted the ghost rules. (laughs) Maybe it's just Uh, cotton or uh, uh, fabric. (laughs) To go right into his arm, I recoiled in horror. (laughs) Jimmy rejoiced. No, sorry. Jimmy rejoiced. <laughs> I knew that sounded wrong. Jimmy rejoiced. He's an only child. Now. Jimmy rejoiced. That that horny sister of mine is gone forever. Jimmy rejoined my parents. The woman at the desk picked up a phone and requested a doctor somebody. The young white-coated gentleman appeared within seconds. It seemed he had been waiting for us. He said, "Hello, I'm Dr. Somebody." What color is eyes? Not green. <laughs> I would have tried to say hello to him had I not still been in shock over my hand's newfound powers of penetration. Jesus. Wow. Ooh. That is a Phrasing. <laughs> he spoke quietly to my dad for a few seconds, and then we were off. I had a, I had a, a, a thought when I was listening to the last uh, episode. I realized, and I don't know if it's because I was drunk or because this book is just so unsubtly written, or both. <laughs> but I, I was listening to the last episode. Well, and also I, flowery at the same time. <laughs> but I kept I I have certainly overused the um, yeah she did joke of like whatenever something like that happens <laughs> and I'm like yeah she did. I was listening to the last episode. And I'm like I am saying that too much because everything in this book is dirty. Yeah, it's like overtly <laughs> dirty and subtly dirty, and I'm like. I don't, I don't think it's funny anymore. So I'm going to try and hold, scale back. <clears throat> I expected the doctor to lead us to one of the examination rooms or perhaps to the critical care ward, but he immediately whisked us into an elevator and pushed the bottom button. <laughs> the doors rifled shut. My father turned to the guy in confusion. I was going to make a joke about the morgue, but it kind of seems like that's where this is going. <laughs> Why are we going down? He asked. I'm making a call right now that the dad's voice is Lance Reddick. 
Why are we going down? He asked. <laughs> That's perfect. I told you, I'm just an intern. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the young man said. I was not expecting that. Dr. Leeds is in charge of the case, he added, almost ashamed. I'd rather you the send case? your questions to him. The case. The case of your dead daughter. <laughs> <laughs> but what's in the basement? My father asked. And then, more reluctantly, is she all right? The interns spoke to the elevator wall. Ask Dr. Leeds. Downstairs, <laughs> we walked along a short, narrow hall that dead-ended in twin green metal doors. They opened from the inside just before we reached them. A white-haired man appeared and clasped my father's hand. He looked like a kindly old country doctor. <laughs> he had a straw hat yeah. on the top of his head, and he had a piece of hay sticking out of his mouth. Got some, some overalls. Some overalls. So it's a simple he just burst country a doctor. Full. <laughs> I, could, I could imagine the twinkle in his eyes as he handed a little girl patient a lollipop when he told her that if she took her medicine like a big girl, she would be outside and playing with her friends in no time. All gee, all shucks. But now the doctor was not smiling. No, sir. The intern nodded and left, thankful to be the fuck away from this situation. The white and black letters in the door said, Morgue! I don't think they'd surprise you like that. If you went to a <laughs> hospital and your immediate family member died, yeah. they wouldn't just be like, I can't tell you what happened. But and I'll then walk the through the morgue doors. <laughs> and, and they wouldn't have told you on the phone. They would have showed up at your house. Well, I'm thinking like if she she might have died between the phone call and them showing up. But yeah, you're... Even still. That's what I'm saying. I think you're, they'd prepare you. If that happened, the doctor would meet you, not in the morgue. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jonathan, you need yeah. to focus here. Foghorn yes, yes. Leghorn. Okay. The intern nodded and left. The white and black letters on the door said morgue. Mr. Mrs. Cooper. Did I do that right? <laughs> the elderly gentleman said, I say, I say, I'm Dr. Leeds, and I'm afraid I have bad news for y'all. How is she? My father asked. Is she going to be all right? Sorry, you're going to miss this whole Foghorn Leghorn doctor. Uh, yeah, but Becca, do, do Lance Reddick. You can do Lance Reddick. <laughs> yeah. No, I cannot. <laughs> just slip in like a... Uh, Me and Chris can uh, attest uh, that Becca does a killer Lance Reddick. Just slip in like <laughs> a... Guardian. Guardian. <laughs> right. That's all you get. No it's more. Perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> you're going to miss something great in this book. Go on. Is she going to be all right? No, she's not. <laughs> let go of my father's hand and looked him straight in the eye. She's dead. Who's dead? I asked. <laughs> it must have been a stupid question. The rest of my family knew the individual's name. My father paled again, much worse than he had in the kitchen when he picked up the phone. My mother literally doubled over in grief. Jimmy had to grab her to keep her from passing out. I couldn't bear it. I had to turn away. When I looked back a few seconds later, my mother had somehow managed to straighten herself up, although she was openly crying now. I want to see her, she said. Dr. Leeds looked concerned. Later would be better. Then why did you take them what? to the morgue? Right? No, my mother said, we wiping her, her damp cheek. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> now. Honey, please, my father said, reaching out to take her from Jimmy. My mother would have none of it. I'm seeing her, she cried, <laughs> brushing off both Jimmy and my father. I have to see her. Like, what is she going to do? Just start pulling out drawers? Yeah. <laughs> what would your mom do? 
<laughs> she'd probably start pulling out drawers. <laughs> she definitely would. <laughs> yeah. She's tiny, but she's effective. <laughs> then she's then she's suddenly stopped, clenching her eyes shut, her whole being shaking. My baby. Her baby, I said to myself. My mother didn't have a baby. <laughs> she didn't even like babies. I'm really fucking stupid. Oh my god. Would Get it, it together? Would it be possible? Fuck. <laughs> would it be possible to see her? My father asked. She fell four stories, head first, oh. onto a cement sidewalk. <laughs> Dr. Lean said reluctantly. Good bedside manner. You just can't take her, my mother pleaded pitifully, her head bowed. <laughs> Jim, don't let him take your sister. Your sister, I thought miserably. Oh my but God. I'm his sister, uh. I whispered. Oh, fuck. What is, like, <laughs> does that mean her head has, like, exploded? <laughs> like a watermelon. It's just like Gallagher. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. My father and Dr. Leeds exchanged uneasy glances. Jimmy stepped forward. His eyes were still vacant, but there was a trace of life around his mouth, a flicker of strength. What does that fuck, mean? Fuck if I know. She wants to kiss him. It'll be hard for us to see what happened, he said quietly. We know that. But I think it could be harder for us to have to think what happened without seeing her, if Absolutely. you know what I mean. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. I do not want to see any family member in yeah. that state. I think I'd be good with the horrifying image in my head. If someone was like, your brother died, he fell four stories head first into some cement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we do not recommend you see him. I'd be like, uh, advice taken. Yeah. That's probably <laughs> a good call. Let's cremate him and be oh, on with Jesus. it. Dr. Leeds considered a moment. All right, he said finally, turning towards the green metal doors. What do I care? Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. <laughs> so just no, gruesome. No. I'm, I'm trying to, to piece some things together. Uh, yeah. Because, so she died at a, at a party, right? Yes. yes. Is what, so nobody from that party is at the hospital? Like nobody? They might be in the waiting room. We don't know. But okay. they, yeah, they haven't said. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was, but also she's... All, She's a, a horrible person, so it's understandable if <laughs> they all not. probably like went home. <laughs> well, she did technically have a boyfriend and a best friend, or I don't even know. Yeah, friend. Yeah, it just seems like I mean I don't know if the doctor gave everybody the same like I'm gonna walk you down to the morgue and then tell you that you <laughs> can... <laughs> gotta give me five dollars first. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels like they may have just run into somebody before they got all the way down yeah. there, but I guess yeah. Everybody was just like, we're good. Yeah. Like I would have like... thought one of her friends would have called her parents or something. Like one of her friends at the yeah. party. Yeah. Or like, were there no parents at this party? Was this was an no, unsupervised no. party? It was teens only. Whoa. Teens only. Uh -oh. Making out in the hot tub. Mm -mm. All, of, all of her. Doing seance all stuff. The, all the kids at the party were like, you know, I, I've spent the last couple hours with her. I've had an, I've, I'm good. <laughs> But welcome to below grade level, where you ask questions about the book we're reading, and it never gets answered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all um, right. So all right. Let's see. Now, 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 uh, give me a few minutes, because all the stuff that's supposed to be inside of her <laughs> is outside of her, and I got to make her at least a little bit presentable for y'all. While waiting with my family in the bleak hallway, I started to get a funny feeling. <laughs> oh, my God. I was already scared and confused, but this new feeling was worse. 
My cold splinter of fear had grown long and sharp in the last half hour. Now it was like an icy blade that was threatening to cut my sanity in half and leave me floundering in darkness for eternity. Jesus. Like, she's so poetic, but she's also like, duh, who are we here to see? Yeah, I guess I have a sister I don't know about. Her head's floated. <laughs> yes, eternity. That was the element that hit me then. Something terrible had happened, I realized. And whatever it was, it was forever. The deduction wasn't that clever. Morg, I whispered aloud to myself, to no one. Oh my god. Dr. Leeds reappeared approximately five minutes later and led my family through the double green doors. Apparently everyone had gone home for the night. There was only the five of us in the morgue. And maybe, I thought with growing understanding, there were fewer. Jesus Christ. Oh, hold on. I'm going to do a reread also, of that line because I feel like it's necessary. But also, there were only, like, everyone went home for the night. All yeah. the people in the, like. Uh, the hospital's the, closed yeah. now. But also, like, all the how many people are normally in a morgue? It's usually jumping. <laughs> usually, just, you know. Like, <laughs> people are just hanging out, you know, if they're yeah. not. Taking their lunch break. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe, I thought with growing understanding, there were fewer. <laughs> Off to the right was an open square room stacked with rows of lockers. Only they weren't lockers. I'd seen enough police shows. The, they were the cubicles in which they stashed the stiffs. All those poor people that weren't able to get nice funerals immediately. Off to the left was a white tiled wall. In the middle were three tables. The center one was occupied. There was a person there. A short, dead person lying under a thin white sheet. <laughs> Dr. Leeds stepped to the head of the table. The rest of us followed. We had asked for it, and now we had to take it. What? Dr. Leeds slowly <laughs> pulled down the sheet. He appeared to be starting at the head. The- <laughs> How funny would it have been if he, sh- if he started <laughs> at the feet? Are what these if- your daughter's feet? No, he like, what if he starts at the feet and pulls it up? He's like, <laughs> oops, wrong side. <laughs> Sorry, it's my first day. Uh, or, or they'd be like, why wouldn't you show us the head? And you'd be like, ah, you, you really you don't, don't want to see it. You don't really want to. I wouldn't recommend it. I didn't say she <laughs> fell four stories feet first, did I? <laughs> and landed head first. Oh, my God. He appeared to be starting at the head. The first thing we saw, however, was not a head. It was a green towel, and it was stained dark and wet. The doctor had obviously just wrapped the towel around the girl's hair. I could tell it was a girl, due to the boobs. The conversation <laughs> on the other side of the green doors had made that clear enough, because it was about the boobs, and a lock of her dark blonde hair had peeped out from beneath the towel. There was no blood on the hair, on those particular strands, but it didn't require a great deal of imagination to see that the rest of her hair must be a disaster. She's literally critiquing a dead body. Oh my god. It was, of course, silly of me to wonder what kind of shampoo it would take to clean that hair when it was clear the entire top of the girl's skull had been crushed to a pulp. Ew. It was silly. Oh yeah, no head and shoulders for her. Yes. <laughs> um, Some panty Shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> clear that right up. <laughs> even before Dr. Leeds folded down the sheet farther and revealed the girl's face, washed clean of blood, I knew what we would see. Did you? I knew that hair. <laughs> I had fought with it all my life, and now it would rest in peace forever, along with that face. 
No more breaking brushes. <laughs> yeah, you've broken your last brush. A moment later, Dr. Leeds folded down the sheet, tucking it under her chin as if it were a blanket that could keep her warm. He stepped back. Why is she still saying her when she, it's her. Anyways, uh, he stepped She's back. She's not there yet, Jordan. <laughs> Just in case the reader is dumber than the narrator. Her eyes were closed, thankfully, and although a ghastly black and blue patch had colored her forehead and sent bruised streaks down the sides of her cheeks, almost to her mouth, death had not stolen her beauty. You see, that's how I felt then. In the presence of a person who could not have lit many lives with her beauty had she just been given the chance my father didn't move my mother couldn't move but jimmy reached out and touched the girl's lips Ew. wow Ew. with <laughs> the tip of his finger uh, no. yeah that's it. okay it was fortunate his fingers were clean i hope uh and straight no <laughs> what's he gonna do infect the dead girl <laughs> i remember the long fall toward the sidewalk then the fat red stars the wave of hot wax covering the sky my blood flowing over my open eyes maybe i had been dr leeds who had closed them it was good better she remain a sleeping beauty i thought i knew if jimmy were to open them they would no longer be the sparkling green she had told him they were told him they were uh nor he used to say her eyes were brown and she said they were green and that seems oh. like something you shouldn't have to argue about nope. <laughs> all right uh nor even the warm brown he had thought they must be. They wouldn't be beautiful. They would only be flat and colorless. Because if you haven't guessed, it was me lying there. Just me. <laughs> Nobody <What>? else. <laughs> Get right out of town. Sherry. Shari. Chapter six. I have read articles describing how hard it is to accept the death of a loved one. How people often go through phases when they actually, where they actually deny the person is really gone. Like I just did the entire last chapter. I can imagine how difficult it must be, yet I must say it is harder to accept one's own death. As long as I stood in the morgue with my body, I could, I could intellectually understand that the fall off Beth's balcony had killed me. But when my family left the room a few minutes later and I followed them out the green doors and back down the hall I began to have doubts. I was just thinking like what if she strayed too long and they left and the doors closed and then she was just oh stuck gosh. in the morgue Ugh. with her own dead body until someone happened to come in. That's horrible. Uh, <clears throat> I began to get upset. Angry. I couldn't be dead, I told myself. I was too young. I had too much to do. I hadn't done anything wrong. Questionable. Besides, how could I be talking with myself if there was no one left to talk to? It simply made no sense that I was dead. It was illogical. I decided I must be dreaming. This decision didn't last long. The death state can vary in the extreme, yet it is usually much closer to the waking state than dreaming. Wait, what? <laughs> Oh my I need God. to hear that again. I do keep thinking of Beetlejuice when they're like, this reads like stereo instructions. Yeah. And I feel like that's how she's describing being <laughs> dead. The death state didn't last. Uh, the death state can vary in the extreme, yet it is usually much closer to the waking state than dreaming. Did you get it that time? Yeah, I <laughs> sure. <laughs> I didn't. It was not clear for me the second time. I didn't try. I didn't try pinching myself or anything silly like that. I simply paused for a moment, examined my thinking process, and realized I could not be unconscious. 
On the other hand, that didn't mean I couldn't help believing that someone somewhere had made a terrible mistake. I tried telling my family just that after the doctor bid them a sympathetic farewell and they climbed into the elevator. I'm thinking the doctor's sympathetic farewell was just him walking away going, Y'all come back now, you hear? (laughs) Oops. Uh, He fucked something up. Okay. Hey, I said as the doors closed and we started up, I know you can't hear me too well for some reason or other, but you've got to listen to me. That girl in there was not me. She couldn't be me. I'm me, and I'm right here. Mom, look at me. I'm all right, Dad. That doctor's a nice guy and all that, but I swear he's messed me up with someone else. Jimmy, you know I can't be dead. I wouldn't die on you. I reached out and hugged my brother. My hands did not go through his flesh this time, but they did not touch him either. I could have been trying to hug a reflection in the mirror. Jimmy, I cried, pleading. It was no use. They exited the elevator without a glance over their shoulders to make sure I had gotten off safely. Do you normally do that? Check for the safety (laughs) of everyone leaving an elevator. Every time I get off an elevator. Like alive people. Like, did you all make it? Well, I was just going to say, every time I get off an elevator, I usually pause and I wait. And I'm just like, okay, any ghosts? (laughs) Here's your chance. I'll hold the door for you for just a second. (laughs) But I continue to follow them. What else could I do? There was a handsome blonde policeman waiting by the emergency front desk. Priorities. He he wanted to have a word with them. I chose not to listen. That could have been useful information. I chose not to listen. I went and sat on one of the chairs in the waiting room. You'd... Okay, whatever. Like, (laughs) no one wants to be in that waiting room. You don't have to be and you're doing it anyway. Oh, Sherry. A young couple were there with their three-year-old son who had split his upper lip open. It didn't look serious. The child was coloring in a coloring book. And the mother and father were talking about how much fun they were going to have in Hawaii on their vacation. A few minutes later, the policeman and my family started for the exit together. I had to pull myself out of the chair to go after them. I didn't have a headache or a stomachache or any other specific physical complaint. I just didn't feel well. Outside, I felt dead. <laughs> outside, I realized dissension had entered the group. Apparently, Jimmy wanted to go somewhere that the others, particularly the policeman, didn't want him to go. It took a moment for me to understand that he intended to go to Beth's place. They could have just had that conversation happen in the book. Uh, Yeah. I got all excited about that idea. If we went to Beth's condo together, I thought we would be able to figure out exactly what had happened. Then we could prove that I was really all right and people would start seeing me again. Jimmy finally got his way. The policeman agreed to take my parents home. My brother embraced my mother and father as he said goodbye. Wait, didn't his parent, her parents drive to the hospital? Jimmy, uh, Jimmy the drove them. Drove. Jimmy drove, drove them, everybody. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. In his Ford. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In his, his poor bo- person. Boring <laughs> old Ford. It was hard to look at my mother, even though I could see her much clearer than I had any right to in the dark parking lot. She just kept shaking. And I kept thinking that if she didn't stop soon, her heart would begin to skip beats, and she'd have a heart attack. I felt guilty as I ran away from my parents, chasing Jimmy as he jogged toward his car, but I had no difficulty climbing over the driver's seat into the passenger seat when Jimmy opened his door. I was already getting good at it. Like, I'm a ghost! (laughs) I'm getting the hang of this being dead thing. (laughs) 
We were all, uh, that's that's got to be a line that shows up at some oh fucking point in this. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> we were almost to Beth's house, coasting along the coast highway at a high speed. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, coasting along the coast highway at high speed. Like that's a bad sentence. <laughs> like at least say. It coastal. sounds like a shitty song. Coastal's at least different enough from coasting. Anyway, the ocean off to our left when the worst possible thing happened. Cruise, it could have been cruising. The worst possible thing happened, other than you dying in an earlier chapter. <laughs> it was worse than seeing a pretty young girl lying on a cold morgue slab and realizing it was me. <laughs> Jimmy suddenly pulled over to the side of the road and laid his head on the steering wheel and began to cry. Oh, no. I had seen my brother upset before, but I, excuse me, I had never seen him cry. I would not have thought it possible. Oh, he wasn't so tough that I couldn't imagine him breaking down. It was just that I couldn't imagine him doing it where I could see him, because it's all about me. <laughs> that was what made it all so horrible. I was here, <laughs> and he was there. <clears throat> and there was hardly anything separating us. Nothing at all, really. Only the entire span of an uncaring universe. Jesus. <laughs> I, I, wish, I wish I was ad-libbing all this shit. Oh, man. Did did we agree on a voice for him? Uh oh Is yes. Name Jimmy? Yeah. No, there's no voice written down. Wait. Oh, right. Wilford Brimley. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh, because of the diabetes. Because of the diabetes. <laughs> no. Sherry. He whispered as he closed his eyes and sobbed in his clenched fingers. I tried to unclench them, uh. to soothe him. Like I did before, many a time, but I could not. I couldn't, because his sister was dead, and I was his sister. And it was, the only, it was only right that we should both grieve. It was then, finally and forever, that I accepted the fact that my life was over. Thank God. Yes, Jimmy, I said, and wept with him. Are ghost tears, like... It's ectoplasm. Yeah, ectoplasm. I think it's ecto-cooler. Yeah. I think that's what. <laughs> Such delicious tears. I wept and I was like, mm. <laughs> Hi, C. Mm. It's green. <laughs> delicious green. It tastes like green. I love ecto-cooler so much. We can spend the next half hour talking about ecto-cooler. No, move on. <laughs> when we reached Beth's place... I made the mistake of letting Jimmy climb out of the car in front of me, and then, of course, I couldn't get the car door open. Fortunately, he had left the window down, and I was able to squeeze through the space. What? She it took me a couple get of minutes. She's stranded somewhere. I see. Yeah, she's gonna be like a dog trapped in a car. <laughs> it took me a couple of minutes, however, and by then Jimmy had already entered the complex, leaving me. Page turn. Oh God, sorry. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, thank you. Trapped at the front gate, <laughs> unable to turn the knob or ring the bell. So I'm just trying to visualize <laughs> what's happening. Do you do you think that like when the so the window's open? Do you think it was like a crack? That's and she's like a too. she's like a cat and like and she, she like <laughs> you know she's just like like getting smaller it was a to nice fit the night. space. She could just like it, if she can get her head through, she can get her body through. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a nice night. They went swimming earlier, so probably the whole window was open. So it's just oh, all right. So, so in her head, she climbed out. Gotcha. She had to say squeeze through because she's 
she's gonna like you know make it known that she's like a petite girl. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I realized I was a ghost. <laughs> I considered trying to walk through the gate, but I had a horrible fear that I'd get stuck. Oh, please! Like try. a ghost. I just couldn't bring myself to make the attempt. There are a couple of police cars sitting in the visitor's parking lot as I paced the The visitor's gate area. parking lot? The visitor's parking lot where the, the poor people park because they, they <laughs> oh don't God. live here. As I paced the gate area, waiting for someone to appear to let me in, a blue truck pulled up and parked beside them. But the driver didn't get out, and I started to become frustrated. I headed over to this truck to try to hurry him along. He was a man on his way down in life. Wow. Jesus. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? In his mid-40s, he had oh. on a frumpy green spot, sports coat and a wrinkled white shirt with a loosely knotted purple tie caught beneath his oversized belt. He needed a good meal. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jeez. You're, you're dead. You're dead. Yeah. Even in death, so judgmental. Uh, his tie is loosely knotted. You could have a, you could use a good meal. <laughs> I wasn't gonna pay for it though. Uh, <laughs> his, his thin brown hair was going gray, and his red wizened face had seen either too much sun or too much life. Oh boy, <laughs> get a lot of city miles on him. <laughs> he looked burned out. Oh my God. He was lifting a pint of whiskey to his lips when I tapped on We're his window. We're never going to meet this character again. <laughs> Holy shit. Half, no. And half a page has been dedicated to him. This? I hope she spends the rest of the page describing more about yeah. him physically. She said, hey, beatnik. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mister, I said. They're talking about me in there, and I want to hear what they're saying. Let's get a move on. In response, yeah, <laughs> he took a deep swallow and coughed. I probably would have left him right then if it hadn't noticed that he had a CB radio in his truck. It cracked to life, and he set down his bottle and flipped it off. He withdrew a handful of breath mints from his coat pocket and began to chew them down one after another. When he was done, he picked up his pint and took another huge hit. Uh, It amazed me that such a Well, now you need more mints. (laughs) I know. (laughs) He needs a chaser for those mints. (laughs) That such a wasted individual could afford such a nice truck. What? What? <laughs> what? What is this? I don't even remember the description of the truck. I don't know where this is going. It's got a CB radio, so it has to be. Ooh. Oh, that was super nice. <laughs> After finally capping his bottle and stowing it under the seat, he climbed out and grabbed another handful of mints from his jacket. Are these just loose mints in his jacket? Or are they <laughs> yes. Like, just a pocket full of loose mints. It's like he goes to like a Chinese restaurant and just like just grabs handfuls of mints. Well, yeah, no, they're from a Chinese restaurant. They're loose mints. No. No. <laughs> Does it make sense? I followed him to the front gate. I couldn't, I couldn't smell his breath. I couldn't smell anything. But I doubted that he was drunk. His step was firm and direct. He pressed the button to Beth's condo number. Four again. Three. And there we go. Yep. Sorry, to borrow it again. Our 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 library borrow expired. <laughs> this is Garrett, he said, clearing his throat. Do you know Beth's family? I asked. Why why? Uh for for all the good it For all the good it did. 
Okay, since his name is Garrett. Oh, God, I hope he talks again. I was just oh going to say. Oh, my God. Like Garrett from Community. Garrett from Community. Yeah. I was going to say, since his name is Garrett, I was going to do his so voice. <laughs> Garrett from Community, which might be a deep cut if you uh, haven't seen Community. I don't know. Not that deep. You just announced where it's from. Um, The gate buzzed open and I followed Garrett inside. I trailed him all the way up to the fourth floor. <clears throat> He was headed the same place I was. He walked into Beth's place without knocking. All those who had been at the party... Oh, here you go. Here's your answer. All those who had been at the party, Daniel, Beth, Jeff, Joe, and Amanda, were sitting in the living room. They looked shocked, but no one was crying because they didn't really like me that much. Daniel was on the love seat with Beth. Joe and Jeff were seated in individual chairs. Amanda was alone on the couch... <sighs> Standing with Jimmy in the dining room were a couple of police officers. One strode over to greet Garrett, holding out his hand. Hello, Lieutenant! I'm Officer Fort! Oh, wait. Officer yeah, that was, Fort. That was Garrett. Oh. Yeah. But wait, Officer? So this guy... No, Garrett's different than Officer Fort. Is he? Garrett's a lieutenant, I guess. He said, Garrett, Garrett might be a grizzled detective. Oh, well, I'm still doing that voice for him. Okay, sorry. I got <laughs> I got to do this again. <clears throat> Hello, Lieutenant. I'm Officer Fort, he said. This is my partner, Officer Dryden, and this is the uh, deceased's older brother, James Cooper. Have you been assigned to this case? Yeah, Garrett said, <laughs> shaking his hand briefly. <laughs> this was the lieutenant who had been assigned to my case? I asked myself, horrified. I didn't even know what my case was, but I certainly didn't want a boozer put in charge of it. Just you? Officer Fort asked. Yeah! Garrett turned to Jimmy. Why don't you have a seat, son? Jimmy did as he suggested, sitting on the couch beside solemn Amanda, who took his hand and held it in her lap. Garrett spoke to Officer Fort. What are we do what are we looking at here? Fort was cut in the same mold as the cop at the hospital. Young, blonde, <laughs> handsome, very fuckable. He had, however, a high, annoying voice. So the opposite of what I have been doing. <laughs> he, began, he began to annoy me the moment he opened his mouth. It looks pretty clear cut, he said. <laughs> the kids were trying to have a seance when the deceased, Sherry Cooper got upset over a couple of remarks the kids made and ran to the balcony and jumped off. <laughs> what? I shouted, standing in the center of the floor. I jumped off the balcony. I didn't jump off the balcony. I fell off it. I... I stopped. How could I have fallen? The blasted rails of coke reached practically to my neck. Stop shoving this sorry, at me. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I looked toward the balcony. The rails were still in place, standing straight and firm. It was funny, but it wasn't until then that I began to question how I happened to be dead. <laughs> Sherry would <laughs> never have funny. done that. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy broke in, bitter. Ow. Were you here when this happened? Garrett asked. No, Jimmy said. I was home in bed, sleeping. Were the rest of these young people here? Garrett asked Officer Fort. Fort is a weird name. Yeah, Fort. Fort. 
Like I feel like it should be Ford. Ford, but it's not. Yeah. These were the only ones present. Garrett addressed the group. Does everyone agree that Sherry jumped? Is that how police work? <laughs> Let's <laughs> just take a it was informal a poll. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so right, we all think? agree <laughs> that she jumped, right? Who here thinks she jumped? All right, case closed. <laughs> all you what, drunk what, what? teens, you tell me what happened. <laughs> when they don't want to do extra paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> she must have, Beth said. Yeah, Daniel agreed. That's your girlfriend. Cold. Well, what no, if killed her? I screamed. Garrett looked at Jeff. Well, Jeff shrugged, trying to light a cigarette. He appeared as cool as usual, except he couldn't get his match to light. I don't know what happened. I forgot about Jeff. You You didn't see her jump, Garrett asked. No. I didn't either, Joe said. She didn't appear unusually upset, which upset me a great deal. But Joe, I had to remind myself, seldom showed anything when she was hurt or hurting. Seldom showed anything when she was hurt or hurting. So Isn't that like two of the same thing? Or does that mean like hurting others? Yeah, that's There's... what I'm thinking. Like when she was hurt or when she was hurting you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Her. It's a subtle difference. Yeah. <laughs> Did anyone see her jump? Garrett asked. No one responded, although Amanda moved closer to Jimmy. Sighing under his breath, Garrett turned to Officer Fort. I want... <laughs> I want to wait. I want to have a talk with these kids. Isn't that what you're doing Ugh. now? Yeah, alone. <laughs> Officer Fort didn't like the idea. I don't like it now that I'm hearing it. Mm-mm. The couple who lives here has been notified about what happened. They should be here any second. So Garrett said, "You and your partner go downstairs and welcome them. Tell them the place is off limits for tonight." The whole night. Yeah. Fort glanced at his partner. Dryden and I have already questioned the kids at length. Do you want to hear our report? I can't imagine there could be anything you could... <laughs> I can't imagine there could be anything you could add to the report you've already made. So you're Garrett's just doing your own dryly. voices, I guess. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. That's not Garrett. That's not Garrett. That's not Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I don't know Garrett from community. I don't remember. Sue what? me. What? I will. I will sue you. You'll be hearing from our lawyers. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want our help? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yay! I'm not going to sue you anymore. That was great. <laughs> I could not be certain, but the way Fort held, get, held Garrett's eye as he spoke made me feel that Fort believed Garrett incapable of handling the situation. That Fort might, in fact, be aware of Garrett's drinking problem. Well, yeah, he's as probably if he had a history on the force. Reeking of whiskey and mint. Yeah. It can't mm-hmm. hide it that much. Yeah. As if he got assigned all the no-win cases. But since Fort had already classified me as a suicide, I wasn't inclined to favor him over Garrett. Yeah, Garrett said, obviously growing tired of the sameness of the questions. He made a gesture of dismissal toward the door. The two uniformed policemen left reluctantly. Can I stay? Jimmy asked. That'll be fine, Garrett said. Then he spoke to the group. I know all of you have had a bad night. Alright, try to relax for a few minutes while I take a quick look around. Garrett disappeared into the hall. Nobody spoke for a long while. Finally, Daniel asked nervously, What's you looking for? 
Evidence that Shari didn't jump, Joe said. She didn't jump, Jimmy said softly. That killed the conversation right there. Amanda stroked Jimmy's hand. I had to look away. Whenever anyone touched Jimmy, that wasn't me. <laughs> oh my god, well... <laughs> what? I tried... <laughs> no. <laughs> I had tried to do the same thing in the car on the ride over. And I couldn't. And it's not fair. I want to when stroke Ga- my brother. I should be the one stroking my brother. <laughs> when Garrett reappeared, he took a chair from the dining room table and placed it at the end of the living room, sitting down and lighting three cigarettes and smoking all three at once and pulling a pen and notepad <laughs> from his coat. I was like, just glad he didn't pull out a bottle. Oh, my God. <laughs> he set the chair down and turned it around and then straddled it backwards like a real cool guy. All right, looks use kids. <laughs> Yet I was having to revise my initial impression of him. <laughs> I love Garrett. Yeah, no. I'm, she I'm... is. Her descriptions are so crazy because they're really judgmental, but they're also really contradictory. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, fuck. He should have been Columbo. <laughs> He's Garrett. He's Garrett. His blue eyes were bloodshot, true, but they were also sharp. As he scanned the group, I didn't believe he missed much. Except me, of course, because I was dead. And I could have told him a thing or two. We have a simple floor plan here, he began. We have a living room with attached dining area, a kitchen, a balcony. It's really an affordable place. I think if you all want to move (laughs) it. it's It's just a Zillow listing. Uh, yeah, basically, we have two master bedrooms. The it's one at like the a end virtual of the hall tour. <laughs> <laughs> has its own separate balcony, which faces south down the coast. It's a great view. The other bedroom leads directly <laughs> onto the west-facing balcony and faces the ocean. Tell me, when Sherry ran from here, did she go through the kitchen or through the first bedroom? Oh my God, they she was so specific. She is Columbo. She was so specific in that last chapter about the layout of that house. When they were when she was going over the party, she kept specifically saying about like going through different rooms to get to the room that she was in, and I me- I remember us saying like, "Do we have to remember this?" We probably were supposed to. I'm sure we were supposed to, but it was so boring. I'm not gonna draw a fucking map of this party <laughs> yeah, while exactly. I'm reading the book. All right, sorry. Go on. The kitchen, Joe said. Garrett apparently wanted to get that point out of the way before anything else. He leaned back in his chair, crossing his legs and resting the tip of his unpolished black right shoe, a fraction of an inch from the edge of Beth's beautiful glass coffee table and a foot above the red wax stain on the floor. They had put the candle away. Did you guys get that? The exact <laughs> mapping of his foot to the floor and the table Make a note in the of room? It. We'll pause. It, it might be relevant two chapters from now. We don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's Tell- like a, a super, like, policeman tactic to almost put your dirty unpolished shoe <laughs> on her table <laughs> now i'll get the he, truth from her he is columbo <laughs> tell me what happened he said to joe <laughs> me yes. joe asked yes you garrett said please joe didn't hesitate we were trying to talk to the spirits we were using sherry as a subject she was lying on the floor here near the table You were trying to put her in a trance by talking about her as if she had crossed over. Come again, Garrett said. 
We were pretending she was dead, Joe said. It's a common method of putting people in a state where they can channel. Uh, we, we had her pretty deep, I thought, when she suddenly jumped up and ran out onto the balcony. You say we, Garrett said, obviously wondering if this was a normal teenage activity. Was it one of you leading this thing? Yes, I was, Joe said. While you were putting her into her trance, Garrett said, what kind of suggestion did you make? <clears throat> like I said, Joe replied, we were acting like she was dead, saying how much we were going to miss her and stuff like that. Jordan, uh, Joe's voice is Eartha Kit, in case you're oh, wondering. Okay. <laughs> oh, also with like a hint of riffraff. Yeah, it's like if, if I riff forgot about Eartha Kit. Eartha I was Kit had a baby. Yeah. If you can't do one, do the other. Yeah. Okay. You uh, didn't try by any chance uh, make any suggestions as to how she had died? Garrett asked. No, Joe said, surprised at the question. Uh, did she say anything while she was in her trance? Not really. Uh, she oh <laughs> I, was doing, I was trying to i was just so comfortable going back into my what i think colombo sounds like um uh uh she did say something daniel broke in what garrett asked daniel glanced at beth i don't remember he said <laughs> she said she was a ghost jeff said that's right joe said nodding Anything else? Garrett asked. No. Joe glanced around the room. I don't think so. Why did she suddenly leap up? Garrett asked. I'm not sure, Joe said. I think she got scared. Did she say anything when she jumped up? Like, oh my god, I'm a ghost. Or, oh, I'm about to jump off a balcony. Uh, something like that. Did she... Or boo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett asked. Was she wearing a long white sheet? Yeah. Was anything said to her? Yes, Joe said. Jeff asked her. That's Jeff there. Asked her why she had stopped. Then I told her she shouldn't have jumped up. Like I said, she looked scared. Amanda asked her what was the matter. Sherry said it was nothing. Then she ran out to the balcony. And jumped? Garrett asked. She jumped right away? Oh, no, Joe said. How long was she on the balcony uh, before she jumped? A few minutes, Joe said. Garrett frowned. Did anyone leave the living room during this time? N now Joe hesitated. We all did. Murder on the Orient Express, I'm, I'm telling you. Murder <laughs> on the Orient Express, they all killed her. Garrett sat up and clicked down the point of his ballpoint pen. Who was the first... I'm just doing Dr. Girlfriend. <laughs> Who was the first one to leave the living room after Shari? I was, Amanda said quietly, speaking for the first time. Garrett glanced over at her and stopped. I don't know why. Maybe it was her beauty. Maybe it was her sorrowful, sorrowful eyes. Maybe it's Maybelline. Then again, Garrett could <laughs> not have known that Amanda was often grave. What's your name, he asked. Amanda Parrish. How long after Sherry did you leave? 
a couple of minutes. This is going to be excruciating. Oh my god, I know. Well, this is like the this is like that seance chapter, which is like question uh, answer, question uh, answer, question. That's answer. exactly what this is for at least two more pages. Fuck. I'm excited uh, for my page. <laughs> Good. I'm not excited to read all these character voices in the same voice. So now no one's gonna know who's talking. <laughs> uh, Garrett jotted down a note in his pad. Where did you go? I went to best bedroom. The bedroom at the end of the hall, the one that leads to the west balcony. Through the kitchen? Yes, Amanda said. I had to go to the bathroom. Did you did you see Sherry on the balcony before you went into the bathroom? No. Do you recall if the sliding glass door that leads onto the balcony was open or closed? No. How long were you in the bathroom? A few minutes. What did you do when you left the bathroom? I returned to the living room. Who was there? No one at first. <laughs> then Jeff came in from the hall. The first thing I did was go, woo, don't go in there. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Garrett paused and then scanned the room again. I waved to him, but he didn't wave back. Why do you keep trying to do that? You know you're dead. God. Uh, you figured it out. Who left the living room after Amanda, he asked. I did, Jeff said, a lit cigarette in his hand because he's really cool. So cool. What's your last name, Jeff? Nichols. The golfer. How long after Amanda left the living room did you leave? A minute or so. Garrett made another note in his pad. Tell me about it. I had to go to the bathroom, Jeff said. <laughs> I went into Beth's bedroom, but there was already someone in there. Oh, Chris, enjoy this chapter. <laughs> enjoy this page. So I went into the bedroom at the end of the hall and used that bathroom instead. Did you see Shari on the, when you went into the best bedroom? Yeah. You Now, uh, are you sure it was her and not Amanda? Yeah. It was Shari. What was she doing? Standing by the rail, looking out at the ocean. Anything else? No. Was the was the sliding glass door open or closed? <clears throat> it was closed. Was it locked? I don't know. I didn't try opening it. Could there have been anyone else on the balcony besides Sherry? I doubt it. How close did you get to the door? Jeff took a puff of his cigarette. Maybe ten feet. Did you have a clear view of the entire balcony? Jeff hesitated. No. What portion of the balcony could you see? Couldn't you see? I should say. <laughs> Jeff considered a moment. Chris is making a meal of this. <laughs> <laughs> the area behind the wall between the kitchen and the bedroom, as we're all familiar with this apartment's layout. <laughs> I have no spatial awareness, and it doesn't matter how many times a book tries to describe a location, I will never fucking understand. So when they keep trying, it's so frustrating to me. I feel like I have... Very good spatial awareness, and I have no <laughs> fucking idea what this apartment looks like at Like, all. I already pictured something in my mind, and it's probably wrong, so now every time they say a specific detail, it doesn't match my head, and I can't change what's already there. <laughs> I feel like the way that they kept describing the movements in the last chapter, or the chapter when she was at the party, was like, no room 
like no two rooms connected to each other so it was like a well, maze like if yeah. it's like any book we have read before it will not matter in the grand <laughs> <series>. <laughs> all right <clears throat> back into it mm-hmm. now uh if you don't mind my asking i got a few more questions for you mr nichols <clears throat> how did you know there was someone in the bathroom jeff shrugged the door was closed the light was on It was you who was in there, right? Garrett asked Amanda. Yes, she said, her hand on Jimmy's knee. I was horribly jealous. Because I'm still the narrator. Should have been my hand on his knee. Garrett turned his attention back to Jeff. And another question. uh, How long were you in the master bedroom? A couple of minutes. Then I came back into the living room. Oh my god. I want to read all of it. Who was in the living room at that point? (laughs) Amanda. And what was she doing? Sitting on the couch, looking at a magazine. And who left the living room after Jeff? Garrett asked the group. I I love this conceit of like everyone got up one by one in turns. Also, if you were to... It just seems so awkward and stilted and not how humans behave. I know that they're teenagers and they probably were not as drunk at their party as like one of us is at a party. Well, and I was trying to think about it. We're and reading I this. I think um, reading this. Sherry was just like drinking soda. She was drinking soda and coffee, but everyone else was drinking beer. Yeah. But like, so my point is though, even if I wasn't like drunk at a party, even if I was like stone cold sober at a party, afterwards, if a cop was like, all right, who went to the bathroom next? I'd be like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Do you think I remember anything? Like, I have no... Was that door locked? Who was in the bathroom? Yeah. Yeah. How far away were you from the balcony door? I'd be like, I don't know. I probably killed her. I'm sorry. (laughs) All all I know is this Garrett guy, despite his drinking problem, he knows what he's about. He he seems way more on top of shit than His drinking probably probably helps him. (laughs) It sharpens his senses. (laughs) Unlike everyone else on the planet. (laughs) That could have also, like... Not been meant. He may have uh, misinterpreted what he was popping into his mouth. Like Adderall. (laughs) (laughs) It was a white pill. Whiskey and Adderall. (laughs) Just assumed Uh, it was a mint. I call it the old up and down. (laughs) I'm going to take an elevator uh, before this case. It's my detective juice and my detective pills. (laughs) I I could also see him being played by Christopher Maloney. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, um, who left the living room after Jeff? Garrett asked the group. Beth did, Daniel said. He glanced over at his... Wow. <laughs> he glanced over... <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right. his big breasted object of desire. Is that... Wow. So is this... Is this... Are we... This is Sherry's... Yeah. Yes, narration yes. of what's happening. Okay. And yeah. so... And yeah, Daniel is her boyfriend... <laughs> And he was making out with Beth, oh, who was God. topless in the hot tub at the party. Okay, uh, but like she didn't see it. Also, it was no, like she second. Was, she was told about it. She was told secondhand. She did not witness it. She, I think she's. I, just, I believe it. I mean, yeah, they probably were making out. I don't know. It's just hilarious. <laughs> he had to shake her, Beth. Oh yes, we were good friends. Beth said suddenly, blinking. Garrett and crossed his legs like uh, fatal, was it fatal instinct. Fatal instinct. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and lean toward her. He was wearing a kilt. <laughs> you were a good friend of Sherry's, he asked. Yes, she said, studying her. She said, studying her closer, I realized she must have been crying before Garrett and I had arrived. Good girl, I thought. Uh, but she was still a uh, slut. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> oh, such an angry ghost. <laughs> and what's your full name, Beth? Elizabeth Palmone. Is it, you think it's Palmone or Palmone? I think we said Palmone. I don't know. I'm just glad I didn't say what's it. What's your full name? Elizabeth. Boobs Palmoni. <laughs> <laughs> How long after Jeff left the living room did you leave? Not long. They didn't ask Joe her full name. <laughs> yeah. All we know is Joe. <laughs> How That's long, like Garrett Jared. asked. Jail. Jail. I, I think her full name is Elizabeth Palm 1, Beth 2. <laughs> <laughs> How long, Garrett asked. Less than a minute. And where did you go? Into my bedroom. Did you see Jeff or Amanda in there? No. Did you see Jeff leaving your room? No. Did you notice Amanda in the bathroom? No. I mean, I noticed there was someone in the bathroom, but I didn't know who it was. And what did you do in the bedroom? Nothing. Did you see Sherry on the balcony? No. Are you sure? Yes. Her eyes (laughs) strayed to Daniel. I went out on the balcony. I didn't see her. She wasn't there. Right, Joe? Right, Joe said. In best you defense. Know, Joe. Orient Express. In, in best defense, she fell asleep twice during the seance. Oh, that's true. Not interested. So she was probably like super groggy. Uh, wait a second, Beth. Garrett said. Joe was on the balcony when you stepped outside. Yes, Beth said. Uh, I think. Was she or wasn't she? It, it was dark, Beth said confused. Uh, I think she was. And about how long were you in your bedroom before you went outside? A little while. Garrett leaned forward even more. His next question was to be the important one. I Thank knew. God. I had become an inspector in the afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> also, Jonathan, yeah. quick voice note. When sure. you're Columbo, uh-huh. everything he says, he tries to sound like an idiot. Like, I, I, I don't know any better. Like, I thought that's what I was me. doing. More acting. Be more dumb. More acting. Be more dumb. More acting. I feel like I, I just, I need to start each sentence out with like, uh, just one more thing. He, 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 he's <laughs> I've never disarming. seen Columbo. I, oh, it's so good. He's got like a lazy eye, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh no, he's a glass eye. He's a glass eye? <laughs> okay. Um, he leaned forward uh, even more. Was the door to the balcony open or closed when you went outside? He asked. It was closed. Was it locked? Yes, Beth said. It locks when you close it. Don't give me any more notes. (laughs) I was going to say, if you could do maybe like a Chief Wiggum. (laughs) (laughs) And when it's locked... (laughs) Well, no, that's, that's perfect. Edward G. Robinson. <laughs> I don't know what to do now. So Too many, many voices choices. for this one character. <clears throat> I'm just going to stick with my what it's, I think. No, Columbo do is. Chief Wiggum Chief because that's, it's coming full circle. Okay. It's almost back to Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
And when it's locked, you can't get back in from the outside, right? No, unless you come in through the kitchen. Are you keeping track at home, listening to this? <laughs> we aren't. I can't fucking remember anything. Does the door also lock when you close it? Yes. Garrett nodded to himself and made a note on his pad. I looked over at his pad and I just saw a drawing of boobs. <laughs> <laughs> who was left in the living room after bat? I did. Oh, who left the living room after bat? I did. Joe said. Oh, here we go. What's your full name, Joe? Finally. Joanne Fulton, she added. I was Shari's best friend. <laughs> How long after Beth left the living room did you leave? A few seconds. I went through the kitchen to the balcony. I wanted to see about Shari. Make sure she was all right. Why did you take so long to go after her? I wanted to give her a few minutes to settle down. Did you by any chance tell the others to leave her alone for a few minutes? Joe paused. Yes. Yes. <laughs> what did you do? What did you all do after Sherry ran off and uh, before you started to leave the living room? Nothing really, Joe answered. Amanda picked up the candle and went to the bathroom. Jeff went after her. <laughs> Sorry. Seamless voice transition. <laughs> Dan helped me turn on the lights and straighten the furniture. I flipped on the stereo. You turned on the music? How loud? Medium volume. When you started for the balcony, did you leave Dan in the living room? Garrett asked. We left the living room at the same time. I don't know what song they were listening God, to. this is so much more of this. I bet they were listening to Goodbye Stranger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> This think that'd be a funny song to listen Did to you? while you're dying. Yeah. Did you see Sherry on the balcony? No, I only saw Beth. Beth was there before you? Yes. You're absolutely sure? Oh yes. Was Dan? No. But he walked out a few seconds after I did. They, she so, said they left at the same time. Oh my God. I guess they couldn't be shoulder to shoulder. He came out of the bedroom and put his arm around Beth. Did he have to slide the door open? Was it shut? Fuck. I hate this. I think so, but I couldn't swear on it. Like, I thought the seance was boring. This is fucking <laughs> this is, brutal. Like, I, I love the character of Garrett, but, like, I hate this. I who, love it. <laughs> who was the first one to see Sherry lying below? I was, Daniel said, uneasy. What's your full name, Dan? Daniel heard. I didn't kill her. Oh, good, good to add. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Garrett smiled. It was not a particularly handsome smile. It looked as if he was out of practice. Jesus. Oh, my God. Well, he is on the decline of his life or whatever the yeah. fuck she said. <laughs> the decline of his life. That's basically what she said. It is. I know. Why do you say that? Because I didn't. What was your relationship with Sherry? She was a friend of mine. Oh, Christ, I muttered, disgusted. What? She was your girlfriend, Joe said sharply. I was surprised Jimmy hadn't said it. But Jimmy was sinking, I realized, deep down inside. He hadn't spoken in a while. I was glad, in a way, that Amanda was there for him to hold on to. Oh, okay. 
I did. <laughs> didn't seem I happy did. about it before, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> she flip flops a lot. If I can't hold his hand, someone must. I didn't know I was investigating a murder here. Garrett said slowly, uh... watching Daniel carefully. If I believed that, I should have first advised you of your rights. He leaned back in his chair. Have I made a mistake, Dan? Oh, shit, Dan. <laughs> oh, shit, You're in Dan. for it now, Dan. You fuck, Dan. <laughs> I don't know. No. Uh, I think Shari jumped. You think she... I'll do Wiggum then. <laughs> you, uh, you think she was suicidal? <laughs> Garrett asked. Well, n- no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> but you're saying she killed herself. <laughs> Daniel shifted uncomfortably. I'm not the only one. Were you her boyfriend? <laughs> yeah, sort of. We were about to break up, though. What? Why? <laughs> <laughs> no particular reason. I wanted to date other girls. Oh, that's a particular reason. <laughs> yeah. No particular reason. I was just sick of her. <laughs> Did uh didn't she know this? <laughs> no. Joe broke in. <laughs> she did, Daniel said. I had told her. He looked down at his sweaty palms. But I still liked her. She was a good kid. Mm. Jesus. Mm-mm. I was too hot a babe for you, I grumbled. You liar. <laughs> My goodness. You're now, too uh, hot a babe for me. We have to break up. I can't handle how hot of a babe you are. I, I feel like we have to break up. It seems like there's someone better suited for you than me, and he's related to you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I wanted to break up because I was really uncomfortable with the thing you had going on with your brother. No, that's fair. Justifiable. It's a bit weird. Maybe her brother killed her. I'm tired of hearing about Jimmy's body. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now, uh, what did you do when you left the living room? Garrett asked. I went into Beth's bedroom, Daniel said. Was uh, Amanda still in the bathroom? Yes. (laughs) Could you hear her in there? I could hear the water running. (laughs) Was the door leading onto the balcony open or closed? Oh, my God. It was closed. Was Beth on the balcony? Yes. What was she doing? Nothing. Nothing? I feel like I need to be taking notes like when like you're clue. playing like clue. clue. Yeah. <laughs> like I need to be taking clue, oh, yeah. like grid type yes. notes. Who was where and when and when <laughs> was the balcony door open or closed? Yeah. Who had the candlestick? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. She was just standing there looking out. She wasn't by any chance looking down? I don't think so. When did you notice Joe on the balcony? The second I stepped outside. Was Joe looking down? Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking fuck. He's a good detective. <laughs> he's really, yeah. He's. I he's, mean, he's thorough, that's for sure. Certainly asking every question possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I were the other cops, I would, I'm, I'm glad that I left and went and did yeah. something else. Because oh my god. Been... Yeah, you know, Officer Fort's like, ooh, this is going to be a while. <laughs> Let's go get some coffee. <laughs> yeah, what time is it at night? Like, what time did she jump? 
I imagine it's got to be past midnight at this point. Like, a lot's happened. The entire party, and then the family going to the hospital, and then going to Beth's house. It's probably like 3 in the morning. Yeah. I thought it was like 1 or 2 in the morning when they were doing the seance, but I I might have just made that up. No, I I feel like it was very late, because like the party had gone on for a while, and a lot of kids had gone home. Mm -hmm. So, wait, but her parents were just like... In evening wear in the kitchen eating cake and smoking cigars? They were at a party or something. They had, they had a party out. and then went out. Oh, yeah. At right. their own party. They had had a cocktail party at their house and then went out to go do something else. At, like, so it at, must like, have been party. really late. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Party animals in this family. Mm-hmm. Why did you look down? I just did. How long were you out there before you did so? Not long. And what did you see? Daniel bit his lower lip. Sorry. You knew right away it was her. (laughs) Yeah. And what did you do when you saw her? I told Beth and Joe, and then Joe went and got Jeff and Amanda, and then we called for the paramedics. Before you called the paramedics, before you saw Sorry, did you notice Amanda leaving the bathroom? Yes. You're absolutely sure? I noticed her in the bedroom behind me. Yeah. Joe, Garrett said. Were Amanda and Jeff both in the living room where you were to go get them? Yes. They were sitting on the couch together. Listening to the music? No, Joe said. The music was off. Who turned it off? Garrett asked. I did, Amanda said. It was giving me a headache. Garrett stopped his barrage of questions for a full minute to study his notes. Thank they Christ. were pretty messy. I don't think he seemed kind of drunk. I don't know if he really knew. <laughs> All he wrote down was a it's list like, of ah, shit. I can't read this. <laughs> bourbon, vodka, more bourbon. Garrett, Garrett woke up the next day and looked at his notes and said, "Ah, oh, shit." <laughs> <laughs> the king watched and waited without making a peep. Let me sum this up. Thank God. He said Please. finally. <laughs> and if I've made a mistake anywhere, let me know. He straightened himself up in his chair. Shari jumped up from the floor and ran to the balcony. A couple of minutes later, Amanda went into Beth's bedroom. She didn't see Shari on the balcony. I'm imagining as he's doing this, it is light clue at the end. Oh, uh, like real fast. Like. <laughs> yeah, he's just running around to the different and everybody's following him. <laughs> Uh, a couple of minutes later, Amanda went into Beth's bedroom. She didn't see Shari on the balcony. She didn't know if the door leading to the balcony was open or closed. She went into the bedroom. A minute later, Jeff came into the bedroom. He noticed Shari on the balcony. He also noticed that the bathroom light was on and the bathroom door was closed. He definitely saw that the door to the balcony was shut, although he wasn't sure if it was locked from the inside. He left Beth's bedroom for the master bedroom, where he stayed in the bathroom for a couple of minutes. Less than a minute after Jeff left their living room, Beth entered the bedroom. She stayed there for a little while doing nothing. (laughs) (laughs) She noticed that there was someone in the bathroom and that the door to the balcony was locked. She didn't see Shari on the balcony, however, not even when she unlocked the sliding glass door and stepped out onto the balcony. But she did see Joe on the balcony, even though she wasn't sure if Joe had been there before she was or not. And it's feasible that Joe did reach the balcony before Beth. In fact, it appears likely because Joe left the living room 
<sighs> Only seconds after Beth did. But, whereas Beth dawdled in her bedroom before stepping onto the balcony, Joe went straight from the living room to the balcony. 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 Beth. Are you broken? Beth was out there before me, Joe interrupted. Garrett nodded thoughtfully. We have a bit of a problem here. If Joe and Dan left the living room only a few seconds after Beth, and Beth hung out in her bedroom for a little while before going out on the balcony, then Dan should have caught up with Beth while she was still in her bedroom. Bedroom, balcony. Balcony, bedroom. Bedroom, balcony, bedroom. <laughs> Garrett turned to Daniel and Beth. Well? It needs no embellishing. Joe and I didn't leave those, that soon after Beth, Daniel said. It was more like a minute. Maybe half a minute. Did I see you in the bedroom? Joe asked Daniel like an idiot. No, Daniel shook his head. No, no. Why did you put your arm around Beth when you did catch up with her on the balcony? Was that established? Garrett asked Daniel. We're friends, Daniel said quickly. Are you good friends? Garrett asked. Pretty good. Tell him about the jacuzzi, Amanda. I sh shouted, snouted, shouted. So snouted. <laughs> I, think, I think part of the H has worn off the page. I snouted. snouted. Tell him about the jacuzzi, Amanda. I snouted. But Amanda was not telling. She couldn't hear me because I forgot I was fucking dead. Do you two date? Garrett asked. I'm just fuck. I'm oh to my god! How much is okay. left in this? This cop doesn't know what one, he's in for. One with second. The entanglement oh my god! Oh my god! There's a man! Oh my god! Oh no! <laughs> oh, this is too. This is. Yes. Oh no. I'm trying right. to imagine oh being being Christopher Pike's editor and like getting this chapter <laughs> and just being like, oh, we gotta. Okay. How much coke <laughs> did you gotta, do? <laughs> All right, I can power through power this because I'm not power enjoying through. it. No one's enjoying this. No, Daniel and Beth said simultaneously. <laughs> Garrett found the coherence mildly amusing, but he frowned as he rechecked his notepad. It seems to me that Sherry must have jumped after Jeff entered the bedroom, but before Beth did. Do the rest of you agree? Sure. Everyone, with the exception of Jimmy and Amanda, nodded. Jimmy didn't look like he was doing much of anything except trying to breathe and stop thinking. But Amanda <laughs> spoke up. <laughs> do you think that one of us pushed Sherry from the balcony, she asked. Yes. Why do you ask, Garrett said. Well, that seems important, to be accused of murder. Well. Um... Garrett said, and he might have been toying with her a bit, not knowing he had picked the wrong person. Because you keep asking us so many questions. Garrett shrugged. It's my job. I see, Amanda said evenly. Garrett held her eyes for a moment. He might have been admiring their cool beauty. Um, probably not. He's <laughs> an old police officer. <laughs> I don't know. He's only like in his mid forties, but she's describing him like he's no. But a she's also a he looks like blurs to me. So. <laughs> uh, unless wait, he certainly couldn't have suspected her of foul play, unless he also suspected her of the ability to be in two places at once. He addressed the group. I have only one more question, and then I'll let you all go. He paused. 
Did any of you hear Sherry scream? (laughs) No one did, and I couldn't remember if I had. Like I said, screaming wasn't supposed to be cool. She she had some weird line about screams. Okay. I was plummeting to my death, but I didn't scream because that wouldn't be cool. She's, it was something weird she said about screaming where she was like, one does not scream if they don't. I don't know. It was weird. Also, music was playing. Yeah, they were That's listening true. to Goodbye Stranger. They were listening to Goodbye Stranger really loudly. <laughs> I probably hadn't made a sound because I'm really cool. I hadn't had a chance. Four stories is not that long a fall. It's long enough to get a scream out, I think. Yeah, at least but what if her scream. scream sounded like... I'd scream if I fell off a fucking two-story. What if she fell in the yeah, screaming like... Probably... <laughs> and everyone's like, I love this song! <laughs> her hair probably weighed her down and made her fall fast. Yeah. Well, yeah, she landed head first. <laughs> God. <laughs> and whoever had pushed me had taken me by surprise. Whoever had pushed me? Getting my head burst open must have slowed me down a step. (laughs) It wasn't until that moment that I realized I had been murdered. It really pissed me off, Mm. especially because I didn't know who had done it. Oh, I can't tell you how mad I got. I was seeing things. Actually, I was seeing things. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) There was the stuff in the air, of course, and now it had traces of color throbbing on and off in complex crystalline patterns deep within its depths. Oh, deep within the depths. (laughs) Yeah, it was so faint. I could not be absolutely sure I wasn't imagining it, but even that concern made me crack a bitter smile. A ghost worried that she was imagining things it was funny in a sick sort of way. No, it was funny. I'm funny. I'm the queen of caddy callbacks. <laughs> Everybody got up to leave. Garrett called downstairs and learned that Beth's parents had arrived. He told them and Beth that he was placing the condo off limits for the night while he evaluated the situation. Officer Fort came on the line and expressed the belief that Garrett was putting Beth's family through unnecessary hardship. Fort's in on it. Garrett didn't seem to care. In some ways, he appeared a hard man. He must have had a soft side, though. Jimmy and See, Amanda were the last two to leave. Yeah, constantly contradicting herself. <laughs> and when my brother stopped to speak to the lieutenant near the door, Garrett didn't brush him off. My sister didn't kill herself, Jimmy said. You two were close? Garrett You wouldn't asked. believe. <laughs> like you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she wouldn't have killed herself. It's not possible. Garrett was listening. Did she have any enemies among those present tonight? Jimmy glanced at Amanda, pained. I don't think so. There was no reason anyone here would have wanted to kill Shari, Amanda said. Was there enough reason for her to kill herself? Garrett asked Amanda. Excellent question, I observed. (laughs) Amanda took Jimmy's arm. No, she said. Garrett nodded and put his hand on Jimmy's shoulder. Try to get some rest, son. The truth has a habit of emerging in time. I'll do what I can from my side. Amanda and Jimmy left. I hoped she was driving him home. I didn't consider following them. I wanted to see exactly what Garrett had cooking on his side. The first thing Garrett did when he was alone and was take down a bottle of scotch from the liquor cabinet. Oh my god. Jesus. Come on, Garrett! I shouted as <laughs> he plopped. Plopped down oh in his chair, God. down on his chair in the living room, and poured a <laughs> stiff one into a dirty glass. He swiped from the coffee table. Oh my God, I love Garrett. 
<laughs> Give me a. Just steal booze from someone's from house. From a crime scene? Yeah. Of course he can. He's a cop. He can do whatever the fuck yeah. he wants. Give me a break. You're on duty. Garrett didn't give a damn. He finished his drink in three burning swallows and then poured another. This one he nursed. I doubt he would have enjoyed it nearly so much had he been able to see me pacing back and forth across the floor in front of him. A dead girl. A ghost. (laughs) My head burst open, bleeding on the floor. Oh, I wish that's what she looked like. (laughs) Actually, he probably wouldn't have seen me had he been able to see me. Great. His okay. eyes had settled on the red wax stain he on the floor. He was super drunk. <laughs> At least that was what I thought he was staring at. But then he suddenly set his glass and bottle aside and got down on his hands and knees near the couch. I knelt beside him. What is it, I asked, again, forgetting that I was dead and nobody can hear me. There was a dust of fine orange chalk on the carpet. Garrett touched the stuff and held it up to his eyes, rubbing it between his fingers, feeling its consistency, sniffing it deeply. <laughs> I thought maybe he was onto something and started to get excited. But then he rubbed the chalk off on his pant leg and reached for the glass again. He didn't get back in Garrett for another half hour. What a, oh, jeez, Garrett. Oh, boy, Garrett, get it together. Garrett's, Garrett's going through some things, I think. Uh, <laughs> but then the bottle was half empty, and he had definitely slowed down. He began to stroll around the condo, wandering from one room to the next, forgetting where he was, seemingly in a random <laughs> fashion. Cut the guy some slack. He's literally the only likable character in this book. But he's he like, up- don't let the family who lives here come up. It's a crime scene. Also, I'm going to down an entire bottle of their scotch. In his defense. And just hang out oh, here. Yeah. Everyone in this book is like super rich. I doubt they'll notice that scotch is gone. <laughs> He ended up on the and balcony. Blame it on the kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He ended up on the balcony, hanging over the rail. Hanging Ooh. over the rail. Uh, he had to be drunk by now, I figured, and I was concerned he was going to kill himself, <laughs> fall and kill himself. <laughs> then again, if he did, I could have told him to his face what I thought of his investigative <laughs> preparations. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's some solid deduction. <laughs> he did. Well, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Because I. <laughs> She has seen no ghosts, right? Like she has interacted with no correct. other dead yes, ghosts. Yes, correct. It's just but her she on this plane for all she knows. If Garrett dies, that she would then be able to berate him about yeah. being a bad detective. Okay. I, yes. <laughs> he did look around a bit while he was out there, and then he stumbled back inside and plopped down on the floor beside his bottle. Now he'd finish it, I thought to myself. But he didn't touch the scotch. He pulled out his notepad instead and began to draw a diagram. I stood beside it, behind him as he worked. He could have been an architect. He was good at proportions. <laughs> Yet when he yeah, was done, the picture on the next page looks like a toddler drew it. Oh my god! Yeah, well, I'm, all right. Uh, I'll give Beth's boobs were this big. <laughs> I'll give Garrick some credit. I'm good at proportions. Because he was as drunk as she's making him out to be. He drew some pretty straight <laughs> That's lines. That's true. I'm yeah, I know. I obviously I could not have drawn that, but uh, I wouldn't say this is architect material. <laughs> Yet when he was done, I failed to see the point of it all, like this chapter. He had not put down everybody's position. Uh, We need to go back to the map, though. Finish the sentence. At the moment, I had supposedly jumped. Okay. So for the listener, I I feel like I should, like, scan this or something. Yeah. I mean, can we just take a screenshot or something? Uh, Yeah. I'll take a picture of my phone. Okay. Because I don't know how to take a screenshot on this computer. 
I just did a print screen. Oh, you did? Yeah. But I, like, I need to I like that you something. said for the listener, singular. For the, for the <laughs> listener. All right. So, yeah, there's a diagram. There's an actual so, diagram. And I, I'm very curious because now I can actually wrap my head around what this fucking place looks like. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait a minute. So the, the X the X crossed out that says Shari. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's, where, that's she where she died. Jumped. That's where she jumped from. So there's a whole, so that whole side is a balcony and it looks like, if I'm guessing, the living room, kitchen, and dining so, room is like open floor plan. I think so. Yeah. Oh, wait. It said something about the dotted line on the next page. Uh, he had marked, oh, he had just marked my place and I didn't understand the dotted lines that he had sketched in crisscrossing behind me on the balcony. Uh, oh, I guess that's just the X. I thought that just meant that I, she died that there, but I don't know. clearly means that's where she died. Um, that's so probably then, not also, completely. Also, they haven't mentioned the dining area once in this whole book. I'm, yeah. I'm just assuming that it's like open floor plan. And like maybe there's like an island or something, but not walls. Because yeah. the walls look like they're solid lines. So to the left of the living room is the parents' bedroom, a bathroom, a closet, and their own private small balcony. Which we didn't really... I guess that's the well, other someone bathroom. Someone went to the bathroom there. Okay. And then Beth's bedroom has a bathroom and is also also has a door to the giant balcony, which apparently has three doors going out to yeah, it. Yeah, so the balcony spans There's the entire... There's one from the, the dining room, the kitchen, and Beth's bedroom. Yeah. So that's why there is a whole to-do about, like, which door did you get to the balcony from? Because there's yeah. multiple ways to get to the balcony. And there's multiple rooms you could go through to get to the balcony. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, my okay. God. Okay. So I'll post it that picture. It kind of helps. It does help, yeah. Could have helped earlier after we read everything. <clears throat> he had just marked my place, and I didn't understand the dotted lines that he had sketched in crisscrossing behind me on the balcony. Garrett decided to call it a That's night. That's the murder zone. The murder zone. <laughs> the clock in the living room read four in the morning. Mm. I was pretty close. Mm-hmm. I followed him out and into the elevator down to the ground floor. He looked pretty fried. I was worried about him driving home in his truck. My concern was not purely altruistic. No really, kidding. no shit. I figured if he was all I had, then he'd better stay alive. He did not, however, head straight to his truck once we were outside. <laughs> he did not, however. He died immediately. <laughs> <laughs> he died of alcohol poisoning there on the spot. He strolled instead over to the cement walkway that ran beneath Beth's balcony. I followed with great reluctance. The police had roped off the spot and had wiped up most of the blood. But I could still see the wide, dark, lopsided memento my plunge had left on the ground. I began to feel sick. Hey, Garrett, let's go, I said. This was just a place to land. It's not important. (laughs) I like her so much better when she's dead. (laughs) Yeah. He didn't share my opinion. He stared for a long time up at the balcony, and it seemed to me he was trying to picture my fall. Then he did something very strange. He actually sat on the ground beside the stain on the concrete. He pulled out his wallet. There was a picture of a girl my age inside. I wonder if that will come back. She had dark hair, sharp features, we didn't look alike. I wasn't a fan. Not as hot as me. Well, she was probably a shade more she was okay. She was probably a shade more beautiful than me. 
can't believe I said that. Sitting alone, with me by his side, the picture in his hand, Garrett's face visibly sagged. He's got a dead daughter. I figured whoever she was, she must also be dead. I'm sorry. I keep saying things right before. I didn't know what to do. I felt too shaky to try and console him. Also, it wouldn't have done literally anything because (laughs) of a ghost. It would not have mattered. What you just said. And I knew it would be a waste of time. I sat down (laughs) from him on the other side of the stairs. It wouldn't be so bad for us, I whispered. If only you knew we were still here. Jesus. I didn't know how bad it could get. Garrett sat there a while, but eventually he put his picture away and he stood up and walked away. I didn't chase after him. He was probably going home to bed. Also, although I had approached the spot with many reservations, I was finding it, I had a particular, uh, it had a particular allure for me now. I like how she just assumes that his daughter is dead and not like estranged or like, like lost. Uh, just, <laughs> yeah. No, she's yeah. got to be dead because it's about me. So she's probably if, dead. If she's like she's me, she's more she's beautiful dead. than me. No one more beautiful than me could be alive. <laughs> How's she gonna get home? Like, is it That's walking what I was distance wondering, too. or is she gonna just walk? gonna like, like latch onto the bumper of a car driving down what the else, highway? Some roller skates, some ghost skates. <laughs> yeah. Does she have to wear the same thing she wore when she died? I don't know. I hope we find out all the rules. I'm guessing Peter's going to show up. Or, he well, has I guess to. he already I mean, said that. Yeah. yeah. Peter's got to show up and be like, here's how to be dead. Yeah. Um, I bet you're wondering how it works. I'm trying to think of like what I think happened, who you think killed her. Like maybe Peter hated her and his ghost is in Beth and made Beth kill her. Oh. But I don't think Peter hated her. But I can't think of what could have happened. I mean, they barely talked about Peter. I'm, I'm leaning they towards were friends, Beth. though. Just Beth being Beth. Hmm. Maybe maybe yeah. Beth's large breast accidentally just <laughs> toppled her over. She just turned over. and it was like, whoops, <laughs> yeah. bonk. Like she didn't even yeah. notice that she yeah. was out there. She was just like, bunk. Yeah, she was like, whoopsie. <laughs> Twice I tried to stand and leave, but I couldn't. I felt my hand reach out and touch my lost blood. <clears throat> But unlike the doorknob at home or Jimmy's arm at the hospital, I did touch it. When I pulled my fingers away, they were dark and dripping. I could see it, the warm red life running out of my hand. My surroundings began to whirl and I had to lie down. It seemed only appropriate that I should lie on my back with my head in the center of the mess. It was where I belonged, I thought miserably, where it all ended. There was the... Is something beeping? I think it's a yes. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I was I felt like I was going crazy. Uh What's beeping? There was the Yeah, is your fire alarm going off? I I'm hearing it in my headphones, oh. so it can't be something It's not here. Yeah, no, it's in my headphones, so it's not something that Is something is beeping here. at your house, Jordan? I don't hear beeping. Oh my god, it's Sherry. It's haunting <gasps> it's us. Sherry. It's a ghost beep. Ghost beep. She's like, why aren't you talking about my eyes? (laughs) (laughs) There was the annoying lamppost off to my left, and far above I could see the balcony. But I didn't have to... Why was the lamppost annoying? I don't remember that. (laughs) Maybe she hit it first. Yeah, I don't remember that either. But I didn't have to picture my fall as Garrett had done. I could remember it, especially the hot wave that had come upon me at the end and washed me away. Only now, unlike then, I began to feel pain in my head, a throbbing, skull-cracking pain. 
My hand instinctively tried to reach up to the top of... Uh, help. Reloading. Uh, the top of my head. It tried, but it didn't succeed. Something kept pushing it down. No. What? Someone! What? Suddenly, I was not where I had been. I was back in the hospital in the morgue. Dr. Leeds was standing above me, a glaring white light at his back. He was trying to put me in a green bag, but my right arm kept popping out. He had taken away my towel. It had been gross and disgusting, but I wished with all my heart that he had left it alone. My brains literally felt as if they were spilling out of my head. Whoa! Stuffing my arm back under the plastic, Dr. Leeds pulled the fat zipper toward my face. No! I shrieked in horror. I fought to pull my arms up and to kick off the bag with my feet. I really wish she was doing this. Yeah, and Dr. Leeds was like, oh! I say, I say, my goodness! (laughs) But I was paralyzed. The zipper kept coming past my sewn lips Ah. over my glued eyelids. Why am I reading the gross part? I don't know, but I love it. The doctor, looking down at me, sadly shook his head one last time. Then there was darkness, and he was lifting me up and shoving me into a locker. I heard the door slam shut. I felt the cold go deep within my black heart. (laughs) Oh, Lord, yes, it was black then. Jesus, fuck. Wow. It was the abyss I had glimpsed as I had lain on the floor at the party. God. (laughs) Oh, shit. But darkness inside outside it is not so different as the living might believe in the next instant i was back on the messy walkway the balcony above me only now there was something standing up there it was my first glimpse of the shadow i feel like it bore no resemblance to a human being alec baldwin (laughs) (laughs) i love that movie it bore no resemblance to a human being and yet from the start It reminded me of a person, almost as if that was a necessary sentence. There was no reason it should have. Its shape and color were difficult to comprehend. It seemed a dark cloud caught in a state of flux between a solid and a vapor, because I could tell from that far away. It also appeared to be a part of the surroundings, a dam of some sort on the plasma that continued to flow through my new world. Oh, she named it Plasma now. Oh, boy. Or perhaps I thought it was a scar on the world. It was painful to behold. It was watching me. I got up very slowly and began to back away from it. It shifted as I moved, following me. I couldn't see its eyes, but I could feel them on me, cruel and penetrating. The thing didn't like me. I didn't like it. When the concrete walkway came to an end and the asphalt parking lot began, I ran. It ran after me. Is it your actual shadow, Sherry? (laughs) Someone had left the gate open. I dashed out of the complex, down a short road and onto the deserted coast highway. I could see no one. No cars, no lights, no signs of life anywhere. I had a monster on my tail and no one around to help. Many times, when I was a child, I'd had a nightmare in which I tried to flee from a hungry creature with scales, claws, and dripping teeth. I had awakened in a cold sweat, crying for my mother. Sometimes she would come to my bed and comfort me. Other times, she was too drunk, and she wouldn't hear me, and there'd be no comfort and no sleep until the sun came up. I knew it was hopeless, but as I raced across the highway and onto the sand toward the vast ocean, I called for her once more. Mother! It was a hundred feet behind me, and in the next moment, it was on top of me. Take us home, Jordan! 
just that whole last section i was just imagining like like werner herzog like describing <laughs> the, <laughs> the dark abyss and in that <laughs> and in that last second it was on top of me <laughs> oh my god um, all right i had run out of the room i'd run straight to the water's edge boxing myself in i turned to face it to plead for mercy but i couldn't bear to look at it without looking i knew there would be nothing more horrible than what it had planned for me it stopped several feet from me for several seconds it appeared to study me and i could feel a wave upon a wave of loathing radiate from it like dark swells in a poison ocean and what it made, what made it so utterly terrible was what it was that it knew me it had reason to hate me it reached out a distorted hand to touch me no i shrieked turning and fleeing into the water i was no saint i couldn't walk on water <laughs> but uh, you are a ghost so yeah. i don't know uh i began what? to <laughs> but she is impure oh my God. i began to go down but it still it pursued me mother i cried save me shari i heard my name i opened my eyes it was dark i was home in bed with my mother she lay with her back to me and i was holding on to her trying to i couldn't see her face but i could hear her crying i could feel her heart breaking i tried to squeeze her tightly i'm here mom i'm here please don't cry there was a pause and then when she said my name next it was as if she had heard me shari yes i cried it's me i'm here i'm here i never left she didn't respond not directly but she did stop crying and soon she was asleep and so i also slept holding on to her as the ghost could sleep uh holding on to her as best i could and swearing to myself that i would never ever let go wow okay well that was it for this episode of below grade level remember me by christopher pike we're averaging two chapters an episode they're long <laughs> they're, but they're all so yeah. good they're long and they're good and and crazy crazy and columbo's in it and columbo's in it now uh yeah jordan what'd you think man uh definitely <laughs> i mean just having no clear recollection of it and also coming in and what i assume is like the first third of the book. yeah i'm not even quite first sure third. how far into it we are but uh not even halfway a lot is happening and also nothing is happening uh that's a so theme for these it's, books, it's yeah. very yeah it feels like um thank you christopher pike probably had like a very uh brief idea of a book and then mm -hmm. just like went and Bananas. did a was on a yeah. binge yeah and then yeah. again i'm just i'm trying to imagine being his editor getting these last few chapters <laughs> trying to figure out what the fuck you're gonna do like how you're gonna organize this uh, do you and, remember how many pages it is total? Uh, it's like 240. But then there's, did you know there's two more of these books? Yeah, uh, yeah. we've mentioned that before, yeah. but yes, this is, this is the first of a trilogy. <laughs> so I can't even, I don't know if they're like connected in any way. How or... do you even stretch the story that I don't way? Know. I, yeah, yeah, like do other kids die? Like first, Does she team up with Garrett and they solve murders? Ooh, maybe. <laughs> so. My, uh, first, I read that. First of all, we are 100% going to read the second two remember me's like we have to but the further we go into this book the less i want to do the next one next 
<laughs> I feel like oh, we definitely no, we need, can't a, read them in we a need row. a break. I think we were really high on this book in the first couple chapters. We we're like, this is the best. And yeah. uh, it's, it's starting to show itself. I gotta try to be really high for the next episode. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I have a feeling these are similar to like the early mystery science theater, uh, where it's like there's parts that are funny and enjoyable, and then there's just long stretches where they're just yeah watching the movie because there's nothing to do or something. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, as we've like, now this seen, this is just boring, bad, and not fun, crazy bad. Yeah. As we've now seen two episodes in a row, there's like entire chapters that's just like question answer question answer like it's not enjoyable and that could have been answered just by simply having that diagram up front for yeah. reference instead yeah. of like it should have been at the beginning of the book yeah like look this important this apartment's <laughs> going to be really important we have to yeah. at least the first six chapters i i thought of this a while ago and i i completely forgot about it um like before we started recording i thought of this and then i forgot about it until the middle but uh, i was excited jordan to have you on because i feel like you more than anyone else i know reads you read so many books like you are always posting what you're currently reading but it's like it's so constant that i'm like how is that possible um so as a person who who often reads and, and reads probably much, much better quality things <laughs> um, at like a, a crazy pace. Uh, how does this feel for you <laughs> to read this kind of bullshit? It's, it's definitely a change of pace. Um, <laughs> like I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I try to read as much as possible. Um, and it's, it's, I think it's kind of a trade off. Like I, I feel like I miss out on a lot of, tv and like streaming stuff just because i i'm just doing more reading than i am like watching netflix or other things um mm -hmm. but i also love just terrible movies like terrible like tv shows so this yeah. is kind of like this is kind of like that in book form again like referencing mystery science theater but oh, it's yeah. also like um it's it's confusing only in the sense that like it seems this is clearly a book meant for, I don't know, kids like 15 to yeah 17-ish, um, but also is written very much so by a middle-aged man who has no idea what teenagers are like or even oh, yeah. like, <laughs> um, you know, and there's a lot, yeah, just the weird like sex and drug references like weaving throughout where you're just kind of like, wait, what's happening? Like, why yeah. is this going on? Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm very curious to see what <laughs> I might, I might rent, but while in between, while you guys are you know, not, not recording, I might, you know, check that out and just try to finish it up. Cause I'm very intrigued as to what, what happens next. And everyone has said that so far, all of our guests so far has, have, have basically said at the end of the episode, like, well, I need to know what happens. <laughs> so I feel like in the that. best part. I feel like the best part, because you were talking about Christopher Pike's editor, like, this is the edited version. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, who knows how many mentions of people's eye color oh, was edited out. How, and this is what we ended up with. How much more room diagram walkthroughs there were. Yeah, I'm sure there was a yeah. whole diagram of the hospital and... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining us. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed having you. Oh, for um, sure. uh, tell anyone listening what you want them uh, to know about you. Uh, I know you've had some awesome stuff recently, so uh, plug away. 
sure yeah i guess i can i can plug the two things that are coming out this month um i recently got a chance to do some work for dc on aquaman uh and the trade that has the collected stories of what i wrote is coming out this month i believe next week um so it's it's aquaman volume four it's the nice. latest one um and then i have a, a issue a short story and an issue of star wars adventures which comes out at the end of the month from idw so it's a short star wars story about val and beckett from uh solo so um woody harrelson's character character um and why am i forgetting her name from so West, cool. from uh West sandy World. newton yes sandy newton yeah uh, their characters from the solo movie uh on just a little a little so adventure cool. um so yeah those are the two things i have coming up and hopefully more projects are in the works nice that's awesome yeah check out jordan's work um you can check out the rest of our podcasts at cactusrodeo.com slash podcast, and you can subscribe to them on whatever you like to subscribe to podcasts. Uh, Becca's podcast CD Reads, um, our other show, The Sketchy Show, and our uh, other other show, Movie Club. Chris, anything you want to add? Uh, you just plugged all the things I do, yeah. so... I don't know if you want to add. I, I have an Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> we all have an Instagram, And a Twitter. Chris. Everyone has an Instagram, Chris. And I post on neither. <laughs> so if you want to follow me and see old pictures of my dog, follow me on all the things that Chris Z isn't funny. It's a very cute dog. It's a cute dog. Well, he's a good boy. Thank you for listening. Uh, come back next time for more of Remember Me. For two more chapters. For probably two more Remember chapters me. of Remember Me by Christopher Pike. We're, we'll get through it one way or another. We're in this for the long haul. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We love you. Bye. Bye. We love Bye. you. Bye. Below Grade Level is a Cactus Radio production. You can contact us at podcast at cactusrodeo.com. Subscribe and follow on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. And follow Cactus Rodeo on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more entertainment and updates.